Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. They were Nika Superchargers. They only produced them in one size. It was 215, 17. 40, 17s. Yeah. And they were the best yeah. tire ever. Seemed like the stands were dead, which is wild because like when Adam hosts like the LZ World Tour or like the LZ Invitational and stuff yeah, like yeah, that, he hosted there in previous years. They were breaking the attendance records for when Formula Drift was there. Beaten Formula Everything. Drift. That was something we dealt with, like some of the smaller drift series and stuff, like even like the Pro-Am stuff back in the day. Yeah. And that was like, if you're not getting paid out, you will completely get burned. I hate C4s, but I love, love that, that car. car. You love it or you yeah. hate it, but like yeah. just driving that car around the compound, I was test driving, I'm like, I feel like badass. Really quick too, because it was just like, oh, the woods are on fire. Oh, well, oh, the God. woods across the street are on fire. Oh, oh, the property is on fire. Okay, you gotta show up to work early every morning to stop people. Yeah. <laughs> gotta stay fresh like a brand new whip that new smell. Switching it up, two step. They try to take, leave my brakes. Now, before we get into this podcast, like I said last week, we have a very special giveaway for you guys. Thank you to Bridge Moto. And they wanted to hook you guys up with a ton of free stuff. So let's get into what you guys are getting and how you can enter. So to start it off, basically, there's going to be four different winners. That way, not just one person is winning everything. So the third and fourth place winners will be getting a pair of the seatbelt strap or harness straps, however you want to call it. Now, the third place winner will get to choose between either the blue and gold or the all black. And then the fourth place winner will get whichever one is left. And on to the second place winner, you will be getting one of the special edition Furry Kai black, pink, and gold seatbelt straps, harness straps, whatever you want to call it again. Along with, you'll be getting the pink toe strap to match with the seatbelt straps, which if you drift, these have probably saved you in numerous occasions. And then we have a Furry Kai t-shirt for you. And if you want to see what it looks like, it's literally the one I have on. It's got the Furry Kai logo on the front and all down the back. And then of course, first place winner is the grand prize, which will get not only the Furry Kai hoodie, which is relatively the same logo design. It's got the Furry Kai on the back of it as well. And then you will get a pair of the special edition red and gold seatbelt straps, harness straps, again, whatever you want to call it. On top of that, you will get your red toe strap to match it all together. And then for the biggest part of the giveaway, you will be getting the special edition red and gold Furry Kai Bridge Moto steering wheel. This thing is absolutely insane. It's super good quality. And you can't lie, these colors have always looked good on almost any car. If you want your chance at winning this special edition Furry Kai steering wheel along with all of these other goodies, it's gonna be extremely simple to enter this giveaway. All you simply have to do is subscribe to not only the Circle of Drift podcast, but Bridge Moto here on YouTube as well. And then you need to go down to Instagram, which I will leave in the description and follow along on Bridge Moto's Instagram account. These winners will be picked completely at random. If you are not following all three of these accounts, then you will be ineligible to win any of the giveaway. So make sure you are doing that because you do not want to miss out, especially on this steering wheel. And of course, if any of you guys want to go ahead and get some of these yourself by just purchasing from Bridge Moto, 
I will leave the link to their website in the description as well. I'm really trying to get to 15,000 subscribers here on YouTube, so go ahead, please join this giveaway so that we can reach our goals and give away even more stuff to you guys in the future. So thank you again, Bridgemoto, for hooking up this awesome giveaway. We really appreciate you. Now let's get straight into that podcast. Welcome back to the number one drift podcast on YouTube. I am Dawson, and this is... Hi, I'm just introducing Dustin with Dustin Motors. I'm Cricket with Drift HQ. I'm Chris with Drift HQ. Cool. All right. So we are actually here for the 4th of July event. Uh, do y'all want to kind of run through? What's yeah, going Dustin's on got a whole pamphlet to go through with you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's got the whole. Order. Yeah. So uh, it's going to be at the club AMP. Uh, Atlanta Motorsports Park. <laughs> yeah, Atlanta Motorsports Park. It goes by AMP or AMP. Um, so we got to talk and hang out with uh, guys over there. But it's a country club like no other. Uh, literally, if you want me to read real quick. <clears throat> AMP is the first green sustainable motorsports country club of its kind for performance cars, motorsports, and carts. I mean, the, and the grass does look like a The grass looks amazing. It does it's not allow drift team. cars, except for on 4th of July when they drop the noise ordinance in the town just for us so just for that's us. why it's on the fourth yeah. that's yeah. why it's on the fourth of yeah. july so that's they cool. have a noise ordinance and they have actual meters all around the track yeah, yeah. that check the decibels of your race car and when you're in the uh, and if cool. you're over they'll that. black flag you and kick you out of the track well, that's, that's, which i think oh, wow. is not true at all because last time like when we were here and they were setting up a few of their test trial cars way louder than most of the stuff that we're running yeah i mean given you have less like tire screeching and like you know revving over and stuff like that but, but they're probably the going they're probably LS going extra guys. though if you think right. about it like it's not it's on the fourth of july they know they can right. go a little bit extra well we get yeah, to go a little yeah. bit later too because i think noise ordinance kicks in at a certain you know time because there's yeah, a lot so. of houses nearby it's a beautiful city that the whole thing's in like everything around yeah it's very nice. quiet yeah. yeah. Well, Sean, so Sean's the guy that we were talking to Sean up on was, top. Yep. Uh, so he, he helps run AMP and he was telling me, he's like, it's not always the noise of the engine or the car itself. It's the what actually carries and the sound that carries. And okay. so even though there's the trees that break it up and all that kind of oh, stuff, yeah. he's like, unfortunately, we were given this racetracks are under attack no matter what, you know, and he's like, these are the steps that we've done to try to make it allowed. But we only get to break the noise ordinance once a year during 4th of July when the noise ordinance is lifted because of. Fireworks are crazy. Right? Yeah. Well, you think about like wow. every like fancy neighborhood More you drive you know. by on the highway, <laughs> they have those big berms and stuff that they build right next yeah, to the right. highway to try all to knock all the noise out. So like, you can only do so much because the track has so many elevation changes and the woods can only do so much. How about you just don't move next to a racetrack? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's great. Right? That, that that's is the awesome. life and death of every racetrack in the United yeah. States. They build them out Sadly, in the middle of yeah. nowhere, yeah. and people buy land because it's out in the middle of nowhere, and yeah. it's cheap. Well, I can develop it, and then I develop it, and I build all these houses. Yeah, and then Karen comes in, and she wants to, you know. So, so in the pamphlet, the so I do want to say this is one of the most beautiful tracks that I've ever been oh, to. Absolutely, uh, they have a pool. They have a pool with a slide, with a slide, with a slide. He broke my foot last year. I broke his foot last year. Still broken. Still broken because he doesn't know how to get off of it but this is a european circuit like the, it's the elevations the way that they've designed it uh one of f1's best course creators which i wish i could remember the name of right now they also do um go-karts they do go-karts which do go -karts, i have which oh, anyone, told me a cool story anyone about. can do it 55 mile an hour plus go-karts yeah like downhill blind yeah. turns like it is yeah. wily out it's there like cool. they run them sometimes like in the middle of the day and you can just see them adam and chelsea drifted it last yeah, year yeah they right? actually let them they drift, let them drift, drift the cars yeah. and then no you, saw, you saw the you saw the carts going the whole time they actually was telling me because it's european car the f1 guy designed it 
He also designed that car course as well. It is the best oh one God. on Seta. It isn't even close on plays. Like it's literally like a million off from the second place karting track. So yeah, it's yeah. one of the best karting tracks in the world. They have drivers that have gotten on there from five to six that started there that are now racing on the regular one and wiping the floor with everybody. Yeah. It is yeah, the, the peak of like learning experiences right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like with the drifting too. Like the track has such a wild dynamic. Like it's not for your like your run of the mill, like entry level, like I'm just learning how to drive kind of drifter. Like you got to be somewhat click seasoned and, third, and you got to be throwing a little bit of horsepower out there to actually get it. Otherwise you're going to be driving the hell out so of your probably car like, trying to keep it going. What three four hundred plus three four hundred? I mean, we've had some guys like you know some stock DEs and stuff, three fifty Zs and stuff, get out there and be able to put through. But I'm talking like eighty psi tire pressure, just barreling down the hill, like just like you're running such a shallow angle because it is like a long turn to be able to push them through. And I mean, you run the limits of what your car is capable yeah. of. To link yeah. it, it's almost impossible without yeah. well, angle kit. Almost makes it worse because it wants to be driven on angle, right? And then you're like uh, until, trying to moon pie it, and you're like, please give me ten percent. Like, it's like seventy. Whoa. Luckily, Chris is doing tech, so he'll tell you. Look at your engine. And be like, what are you running for PSI in the rear tires? Those numbers. Those are rookie numbers. Forty-five. Those are rookie numbers. Those are rookie numbers. Pump those up. Pump those up. You want to click third? You're gonna need at least 70, 80 PSI. Yeah, we have a, a guy actually up here from the Dominican Republic. One of our buddies down there who's renting one of the Drift HQ rentals, which is the LS3 um, E46. And he was, he was asking me all kinds of stuff. He's like, how's the car set up for grip? How's the car set up for that? Like, you know, I haven't driven a track like this before because obviously in the Dominican Republic, most of their tracks are relatively small. Yeah. And the I was like, start the car. I mean, given it is like, you know, 450 horsepower LS3, like it's a healthy car. Texas like it runs Texas Speed Motor. Yeah. And I was like, start it off at like 40 and then just work your way down and get some grip into yeah, the car. Yeah. But to be able to like get comfortable and kind of float the track around a little bit and like fig- find your gearing and stuff at mm-hmm. least, then at least you'll have some some kind of feel for it before you, you know, get too involved with it. You got rowdy there. Yeah, yeah. You're rowdy. You're good. Nah, you're I talk with my hands. <laughs> He's very what German. Do, but what do we do with our hands? Do we, I don't know what, what do we do with our hands? What do we do with our hands? <laughs> Hold well, on. tell me about y'all's personal cars. What do you, what do you drive? Their cars are like way cooler than mine. The Start with theirs. <laughs> Start with their cars. They're way cooler than mine. <laughs> His car is way cooler than everyone else. That's why I said start with the best and go down. I have a tendency. Mine doesn't run. Okay. Yeah. Should let me well, talk about your car because he's the tune. Well, I have a tendency to build really cool cars for myself and then just never drive them and sell and them. Short change them. He'll so I, I try to like, you know, put stuff guys. together for myself because I mean, I spend literally all of my days building cars. Like that's what we do professionally for yeah, Drift yeah. HQ, like for a living. So at the end of the day, like you have very little motivation to work Touch on your own, own projects and stuff like or that. Or do anything over and above. Right. And like, and we always have a tendency to overdo everything. And he's a really bad hype man when it comes to stuff like that. So just like, do it. He I, just I, do it. 110%. I had, I had an E36 I just sold a few months ago that was like, it was a... Just 6.0 iron block in it, ZF, trans. Hold and on. And then man. it was just going to be... Rewind. Bring it up. It was way more than that. No, no, wait. I'm, I'm getting to it. He's getting down. to it. Let him get I'm, to I'm it. Let him get to it. it. I'm getting to it here, okay? Like, so the car, the car was just like supposed to be very simple. Like, I'm going to put a cage in it, the LS with the ZF trans, and just go run the car. Yeah. And yeah. then like the engine was really pretty. The cage was really pretty. We painted the interior and it was just like, well, you can't just, you know, put the car out like that. It's like, you should at least wrap it. And it was like, yeah, okay, we could wrap it because we do it ourselves. I'm not going to pay somebody for paint. We should it buy the wrap. Like, but you're going to wrap it. Then you should definitely put a pocket cover. You should wide body it and do something cool. And it's like, yeah, wide body. And it's like, well, if you wide body, you know, you got to buy some sweet wheels for it too. And then it's just like, <laughs> what, what could have been like a one year project turned into four years of just snowballing into this like way over the top
just none of no them. doors. Right, so no doors. Yeah. No cares. But it was just a belligerent car to be trying to drive on the street. It was so Neighbors cool looking though. Yeah, it it was looked sweet. so cool. We had the same. It was just an inconvenience at that. It was, it was the same, same color car. So, like I literally drove two events with it. Sold yeah, it, yeah. and then it was just like, and again, because we're always working the events, we really would get the opportunities to drive ourselves. Never. But also, our cars are never like up to par like everybody else's cars is. So, like, I don't want to go to an event like where I rarely get to drive and then be stuck working on my car the whole time. They have Dude, the luxury. You can't work on your car. They? The well, they. they, 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 they no, no. The, the, the bosses. <laughs> the bosses have the luxury that when they go to the track, they pay us to you know take they, care of their cars and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So it's easy. Something goes wrong. Okay, take care of it. Like if you're the one driving, doing tires, doing fuel, and working on your own car, like, which is given most of the drift and stuff like that, like, you know, it, not everybody has an opportunity, but it makes it so much more fun because, like, if there is an issue, you know when you get back to the car, everything's going to be solved. But, like, if I'm working on a car that I rarely ever get to shake down and figure out what's wrong with it, like, the first event I took it to, the car was overheating on grid. I'm, like, 210 degrees just sitting there idling trying to go on the track. I'm, like, the worst. I'm still going to go. Well, we're here now. He's, like, yeah, I'm going to next online. He says 210 like it's a bad thing. Corvettes don't even show anything until 225. Yeah. yeah those are Gen 4 <laughs> motors, though. Gen this is a Gen 3 iron block. Yeah. It's way different. This is a Gen yeah. 4 iron yeah. block. Yeah. Like, I had an iron block. I had an iron block. I had an iron block. I had an Drove the balls off that car. Like, I beat the shit out of like, everywhere I, I, I drove. I couldn't get you my DE. You did the, what was it, the RTV in the head yeah, for that? Yeah, just out of oil. Oh, yeah. I, no, you just yeah, consume it before you blew out a head gasket on yeah, that thing. sketchy things I did with that car. Um, it was my daily driver, and, like, I really had no time to work on the car. At that time, I had my own shop and stuff as well. I blew off the last set of tires I had on the car right before I was going to swap it out at the tire shop, like, in the back. And I overheated it so bad that where, like, the steam tube ports come out of the top of the LS heads, yeah, like, yeah. right on the corner of the head gasket there, it just blew out the head gasket. <laughs> you told me this story this morning. Yes. So, <laughs> instead of fixing it like a normal person would, because head gaskets on an LS aren't that bad, I literally <laughs> loosened, the, I loosened the head bolts. Put a little piece of gasket paper and RTV in there and torqued it back down. I drove for like another two it's years fine. after that. It and was then great. sold it. And then sold it. Yeah. And then buy your the, fucking Q50. Someone yeah, else has a headache at that point. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, it's not it's a headache, it's holding. It's it was still running. running. It's still, still running. running. It's still running. Yeah, the, to guy, the guy took yes. it and he oh, drove it up to Tallahassee God. for my house, drove it up to Tallahassee. And it was like the sketchiest like startup sequence on this thing. It was like flip this switch, plug in this relay, jump this, and then you can start the car. He didn't want to stole the it. complete okay. No, it wasn't that. The wiring harness was just an absolute nightmare. People can steal your shit where we're from. You gotta have like three kill switches. But realistically, the wiring harness was just an absolute nightmare. And like when you went to turn the car off, the car didn't turn off. It just kept running. So then you had to unplug that relay and then it would actually kill the car. It was, we went with some weird like off collar company to build the wiring harness for me. And I was just like, this is a terrible decision. (laughs) It was not worth the $200. Before 350Zs had bolt in. Yeah, this is before like you could buy okay, off-the-shelf yeah, yeah. motor mounts and off-shelf headers, and like everything was custom in the car. Like, it was also before for... he did wiring harness. Yeah, exactly. Which he does. Stirewire.com. Stirewire.com. Yeah. Stirewire.com. Stirewire.com. Now listen, I'm gonna plug at least. I'm gonna get shameless plug Stirewire. If you send him something and ask for a wiring harness and he sends you a questionnaire and you don't answer it. Yeah, fill out the questionnaire. Fill out the fucking don't give me questionnaire. Yeah. Don't ask me for a price without filling out my question. How much is a wiring harness? Well, what do you have? Do you have 1750 injectors? What kind of cars are going in? What are you going doing to blah, 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 blah. You got to do the same the thing on wiring questions. Yeah, exactly. So I literally send you a questionnaire and then people are like, well, I'm just looking for general pricing. I'm like, cool. That's what this is for. Yeah, <laughs> this will give you well, a real a price. Stock and then I, I kid you not, 90% of emails I get about increase your wiring harnesses that's where the conversation ends 
Because most people are just That's like, you annoying. know, window shopping. They're just tapping around and trying to find information about what they're yeah. maybe going to build in the future. Like, well, I don't really know. Like, is it going to be That's a fuel what? cell? Is it a rear mount radiator? Like, doing yeah. incorporating chassis harness Facebook stuff? Facebook Marketplace. That's what, yeah, Facebook exactly. Yeah. It's the worst. Yeah. But we're, we're, we're getting way off track. Now I have a, a 1J. <laughs> There's a lot of cars. 1J E46 <laughs> that I'm currently putting together. Cricket just did all the fab for me. Just going to be like just a simple car, 400 horsepower 1J, and not go crazy. Talk it up. No. It's not going to be a crazy car. It's not going to be crazy. It's going to be simple. It's going to be simple. Cricket, what about your car? Listen, I'm not doing the fab work unless you get like a good turbo. Yeah. What's a good turbo? Well, we sell I, I got I got We're the G3660 on it, which is basically <laughs> the same size as the stock turbo, just yeah, better. It's like, you yeah. don't want the, 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 man, the regular manifold. You want like an Artec. Like get an Artec manifold. I'll do all the fab work for you, but it has to be pretty. Yeah. So it has to work. So he sold me on the, the intake manifold, which is better because it has higher flow rates. Yeah. Right? Higher flow Cricket rates. Cricket just gets sold to do free labor if it's nice. So he's basically making him pay for his right. labor in and, and then he was all happy. And then I was like, I don't want this thing to overheat. So I got this like big ass dual pass CSF MK4 super radiator. I'm like, hey, it doesn't fit. So it was like, we had to like notch the frame rails and build mounts for it. Cricket, this is what I got. It's cool. Don't worry about it. Make We'll make it We're work. We're going to make it. <laughs> it's going to be Cricket's beautiful. favorite tool is the plasma cutter. So. Yes. Yeah, we also talked about that. Anyways, <laughs> <twice today. laughs> I started blasting. He wouldn't even drill. Anyways, I came. I started blasting. He wouldn't even drill holes anymore. He just uses a plasma cutter for everything. Just I'm real, real good quick. at circles. Yeah. Circle. <laughs> you know the thing about circles is if you put a bolt through it, you can't see it's on a circle as long as the bolt fits through it. That's fair. Got Cheat code. You know, especially the flange bolts. You know. Yeah. Those yeah, are the best. all of them. It's real close. So cricket. What about watch, your car? Yeah, no, no, I'm on to cricket. What about car. my car? What about your car? You wanna, He's got an E46 wagon, and it's sweet. It's so sweet. sweet. Make sure a, he doesn't sell it. Everybody, make sure he doesn't sell his. He's got a wagon. 330 motor, and anybody wants to buy it, 8,500 bucks. Let's go. Don't be saying the low he's price. Give me a 71. So he was daily driving. This thing he used to be all wheel drive. Still daily yeah, driving. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, the shit out of it. So he blew up like three motors. Three motors. Three motors. I said three. So he blew up like three motors, and uh, I didn't blow. It was shit. an all-wheel drive. Hold on, it overheated. I didn't blow up shit, broads. Yeah, fair, fair enough. <laughs> I but didn't blow up shit. He overheated the thing a handful of times. <clears throat> and if you know about BMW motors, they they are an aluminum block, and when the head warps on those uh, M54 blocks, yeah. it actually pulls the threads out of the block. It's torque to yield, uh, so you can't yeah. like just torque pop a head failure. gasket on it, and everything. <laughs> they're would be called fine. torque to failure bolts. Torque to they're failure they're bolts. Torque yeah. to, they are. You get torque down. You're like, oh, they're good. As soon as they, oh, they're gone. Wow. <laughs> third motor right now. <laughs> Mint. Yeah. On my third motor right now. It's a three. Now he has motor. a 330 motor that's been faring him well. It's and the car real good. It's all wheel drive as well. That's a big factor. It used to be all wheel drive. Who doesn't need a lot of oil? BMWs. It doesn't leak any oil though, so that's a really cool thing. Like BMW. That's the plus side. Eats a lot of oil. So like every time I fill up the gas, it's like a half a quart. Oh, whatever. Oh you know, hey, the ringlets are worn out. Don't she, worry she about thirsty. it. She needs a nitrous. It's a low compression engine. Nitrous. Yeah. Nitrous. Nitrous. No, it needs a supercharger that I got for it. Oh. Is I that going it. on before or after the 85? I'm trying to sell it. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to do. This no, no, no. Happened. So the I'm honesty not, comes out. The okay, reality so of it is we're, we're just trying to push him to get like a reliable daily driver because he drives an hour to work every day. And like after wow. we got rid of all the all-wheel drive stuff, I put a rear-wheel drive like, you know, 330 pan on a regular cross We put an angle kit on it. We fixed like all the problems because his car was super lowered. So the front axles were like peeking out and just like clacking all over the place and creating oh, all kinds of problems. They blew out like within a week. Yeah, brand new axles back. blew them out. 
you can't slam all-wheel drive cars like no. that. The axle angles were all no point. I learned that with front like, Here's where the so diff is. Raxel's axles. Yeah. Yeah. So, so now go. his car <laughs> is like 99% drift car, but it has air conditioning. It has full, like nice interior. He replaced literally like everything, everything. on the interior. Right. is like brand so new. So don't sell it. So it's super clean. Don't sell that. It's got a double din. That's like any, like that's the movies on it. Watch movies. I watch YouTube because, I mean, let's be honest. YouTube videos are way better than watching Pandora. I Work, so he's he's gonna gonna do something. Something. I gotta do something. Super safe. And it's a big yeah, screen. Did you know, see like, the meme of Dylan Hart? Screen. He's like, I'm Dylan Hart. I showed it to you earlier. He's like me driving <laughs> on Facebook Marketplace, watching Facebook Marketplace, marketplace and TikToks, and you're going 100 miles an hour down the road. You're like, yeah, this is normal. Dude, that's literally me every morning with Chris sitting on the shitter, like on Facebook Marketplace, like, yo, Cricket, check out this wagon. Yep. Cricket, check out this wagon. I'm trying to get him an F31 wagon. 730 in the morning, driving to work. Yeah. yeah, I know what he's doing. I'm like, yeah, send more. Yeah. So what other cars you got? Uh, I have the wagon, and then I have a E46 that I bought from Chris for a thousand dollars, mind you. Running, driving, AC, no lights on the dashboard. No, shit. That's a homie deal. Yeah, yeah that was no, I got it for a thousand dollars, so I was just like, let's take it. Yeah, he let me stole it. Yeah. He stole it. So he showed up. The guy's like, hey, it's it's misfiring. Blah blah blah. Yeah. He shows up, looks. It's still a thousand dollars, right? Yeah, yeah it's a thousand dollars. He had the car over. He put his finger over a vacuum hose and it started running good. He's like, "All right, I'll take it." <laughs> Literally, there's a little plastic T on the top of the intake pipe on the E46 is on the 325s, and it splits off to like the fuel pressure regulator and stuff. And one of those little plastic bits bit off. He's like, "Yeah, I've been chasing it. They told me it was the battery making it misfire and this and that." I'm like, "That ain't it." I just like, and it was just like cleared <laughs> up, smooth. I'm just like, so he bought it for a thousand dollars. Awesome. Mm-hmm. That's he how I got the my part, RX-7. He bought the part to fix it. it. There you go. And then he sold it to me for $1,000 and then gave me the part to fix it. Yeah. That's a homie right That's there. That's a win. And I gave it to my girlfriend Pretty for Christmas. Deal. Look, I got, a, I got a Christmas present for you. Come on. Did she know it's $1,000? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. I don't know. Of course you're going to you think a girl's gonna like something more than that? She's gonna be, she's gonna be slapping you. What it's like you bought this piece of shit. We could have went on a cruise. We could have went to the Bahamas. We could have. You spent more than a thousand dollars. Yeah. No, I'm saying like if you spent more than a thousand dollars, I've given cars a gift before. It's a thousand dollars, and no one's ever bought her a car, so she got all excited about it. Nice. So I got her a Drift HQ oh, Hydro yeah. for it, you know. Okay. I got some seats for it. I got some interior for it. It helps when she gets pulled over. I'm gonna over. sell that shit and buy her daily. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're gonna sure. build it. I'm gonna sell her the other car. Thing, like and I then I'm gonna give her my car. The, the, I the wagon, the wagon oh, is ready to drift. All he has to do is weld the diff and take it to the track. It's good to go. That's why I'm just like, just Dude, go yeah. buy it daily and then go drift that. Because yeah. he doesn't go to events and drive. Like, so cool. I had a little yeah. seat time E46 sedan and he went out to the track, track and he was able to rip around, like you know, drive with everybody and go tandem with the boys and like have a blast. Baby, I can I can park anywhere I want. <laughs> park the anywhere I want to. I want to park right like, here. I tell my girlfriend, like, baby, watch this. We're going the wrong way. You can't park like that. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. I'm telling you, <laughs> angle kit, open diff, the things you can maneuver that car into is like First extravagant. Up, angle kit, super expensive, welded is super cheap. Yeah, Not super expensive. <laughs> CNC 71, like at DriftHQ.com, it's $789. I don't know. DriftHQ making drifting affordable. Yeah, yeah. CNC 71, <laughs> and you can daily it, trust me. I drive 100 miles a day. I, I, I looked. It's 50 miles each way. 
to the compound and back to my house. It's not, horrible. Horrible. It's not bad. I but he's street it. driving on the angle kit with like eight degrees of camera in the front. And of your that tires are holding. Bro, I, I told him, I was like, it's about time to flip those fine. front boys. Yeah. I pull up to a stoplight and the lady's just waving at me. I roll down my window. She's like, your tire's about to fall off. Like, <laughs> I look it's fine. out the window and I crank it all the way to the left. So you can her, see it? Like, her eyes just open. Her, her brain her explodes. And I'm like, <laughs> just... And then I crank it the other way. Looks good to me. <laughs> and then drive off. Poor lady. She didn't say nothing? She, her that? mouth was wide open. She didn't know what to do. <laughs> she was trying like, to catch flies. Yeah. <laughs> she was literally trying right, to catch flies. And then she like, sees my, my wheel like this, and then it goes out like 70 degrees. <laughs> and then it goes and then it's finally straight. the other way. Yeah. So like, looks good to me. <laughs> Just drive away. Heck yeah. Drift car shit. Yeah, drift car. I have a 350C. He also has a okay. Miata, too. Nice. He's got a Miata. few Miatas. His Tinder profile says he has 10 plus cars. They I don't do know have 10 plus cars. Half of them are Miatas. How many run? All of them. Oh, no way. All of my Miatas run. Run and drive. Dude. Run and drive. Dragon oh, okay, rides. okay. Run, so, drift world running and running and driving one. are two different so things. So four, yeah. four run. Four run. Four run. And the one that I, the, I have a 500 horsepower on E85. Uh, it's four something on stock and pump gas. We're going to need to see those numbers. I got them right here, buddy. <laughs> 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 Let's bring them out. Hold on. Hold on. I'll send it right now. We're going to need to see those numbers. Can I get one too? I had the Miata. I bought it because I owned a Lotus Evora. And um, so I had a Lotus of War and I was driving that all the way from St. Cloud to Disney property, which okay. is like if you get a straight line and nobody's in your way, like 30 minutes, it takes yeah. an hour every day. And I'm like, I'm not driving a Lotus of War an hour. So I'm like, let me just get a little stupid car. Miatas are cheap. And then, you know, go down a rabbit hole and you're like, well, I want a boosted one since I want to go fast. <laughs> and so I bought a boosted Miata and uh, it was a 94. It's a 1.8. You know I, what it really is? He loves how many people stop him on the street and like, yo, that thing is sick. But we he's, he's also a very big dude in a little we car. Coming, yeah. I'm super small. I'm only 6'3". Hard to miss. We were coming back from all that stuff and he came home to hang out with us and drink. And he did like a couple donuts in the fucking Winn-Dixie parking lot. It almost hit and a car. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. None of this happened. Yeah, baby. Yes. No, none of these things happened. It was also taped out caution tape. I went into an area that was just resurfaced. And it had caution tape, so it was a closed course. Everybody, it was, it was in Mexico. It was, it was in Mexico, when Dixie, and yeah, um, Sideshow South, Florida. <laughs> so like just nine clear. people just like, came out chasing him. It was the weirdest shit ever I've ever seen. So many people love Miatas. They came out chasing him. I thought Seven, he was going to get true. yelled at or something, and it was like a bunch of teens like following him. Yeah. Screaming out their fucking window. About We're driving him. by the road and people are and like, like stopping, dropping babies to wave at me and what? stuff. That was weird <laughs> as shit. I'm like, do you know how big of a piece of shit this thing is? Dude, Come it, on. It's so fun though. Yeah, it's man. a slammed. It's a, that was a slammed one six drift car. It used to be a drift car that I turned into a tow car. If you can make a yeah. one oh, six, okay. so I, I do like I a, a drift car. Um, Miata's the Gap, and so like I brought my friend. I gave him one of my Miatas to use, and so he both yeah, took yeah. him to Miata's the Gap. We're up there for two weeks. Just chilling, so that's one of the cars. Hell yeah. But yeah, that's cool. So I got the turbo Miata, I got a whole bunch of little Miatas, I got a lifted Miata on uh what 20 somethings, which is insane. It's yellow. I can 20s. show you the photo. Yeah, 
said something. That's cool. I like lifting shit. Fuck you, bit twenty. Hold on, I'll show you right now. What was that? Tires, 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 tires. It's like an off-road here. He's dropping dubs on that shit. Okay, that's tight. Yeah, yeah, I remember. That's pretty cool. It's like a band. It's like Bandit. Yeah. Ever seen Bandit? Yeah, yeah. He's cool as shit. He's always had a Atlanta. He's got. He's got. That's the Paco Mini kit, and then there's the Paco Big kit, and he has the Paco Big kit, which allows a lot of suspension trouble. This is literally the suspension goes. And that's it, and it's like <laughs> the whole the car is just <laughs> freaking no, out. But that one gets more attention than any other Miata I have. I believe it for sure. Yeah, there was one guy that was going through like all the series of Corvettes. Yeah. Everyone, every asshole has a lowered Miata. Let me. Oh, I know of all. They're great guys. I wasn't going to talk about me Miatas. Okay, I was going to talk about my great guys. I like my three fifties. Yeah. We're at vibes, dude. They've been nonstop there was talking about vibes. At least the twenty Miatas at vibes. Now. You mean you broke the chair? I'm not it's that cool. Fat. It's, no. it's literally <laughs> not that fat. Dude, it's literally You gotta check the welds on that thing or Dude, something. Dude, the screws are coming out. This isn't my fault. Oh, Let me swap out a chair. Fat, if, it's that fat. If, if the other one starts breaking, then so that's fine. You so so many Miatas, and I I don't like Miatas personally. Yeah, but those I guys party. I have a bunch Miatas. of buddies with them. Miatas are dope. They're sick. Like they're fucking bumpers dragging ass the whole time. Like they're going around shit. There's like skid marks coming off of it, and they're like tucking up next to it. Bro, I like I like Miatas. All right. Hell yeah, he's on the Miata. I track. like Miata. Hold on. He's always the first car I ever drift on was a Miata. I don't like your Miata. Your first first like car I ever lowered. learned to drift on, like my friends. The green Miata, Miata is lowered. It just doesn't have It's not lowered enough. It's There's scrapes. a difference. Scrapes just doesn't have arrow. It has no arrow. Arrow makes. I want to see that back bumper drag ass like right behind me. <laughs> just that's good. Get fucked. So it's a DE just to finish the car. <laughs> it's just a DE. Uh, I uh, put the motor in. It's a better motor. I would <laughs> no, say. it's not even. It's, it's, a, it's still a VQ. It's better than the rev ups. Hey, can we, we talk about it? You want to talk about it? Are fast, You're always though. about They're that fast. controversial shit. Blow up more. We hate VQ. I didn't even put a catch can on my VQ, and I couldn't even get it. We hate VQs. I don't have a catch can on mine. Like I hate the sound of VQs, but I can appreciate for like entry level car like. To get something with like the power to weight ratio of a 350Z and something yeah. that'll be a reliable, like good seat time car. Yeah, don't get the rev up, don't get the HR. Just get you the regular old beat up DE, that 160,000 mile DE that's still yeah, running. Yeah, yeah. That thing's gonna keep on running. And pause for a quick don't put an exhaust on it. Yeah. Keep it stock. No, seriously. That's serious. Silence is golden. Do you remember that? On the when you used to go to the movie theaters, like silence is golden and the Guys, please like, silence yeah. your phones. Yeah. Silence is golden. Put that on this. It's important. Shut the fuck up. Same oh. thing with 318 TIs. If you your drift car. I hate just you. Don't straight pipe anything. Unless it's got a turbo. Unless maybe. it's got a turbo, maybe. Turbos make the best mufflers. Well, yeah. turbo is a muffler. Yeah, yeah it, it moves muffler. too. Him, yeah. It moves. It's, it's a moves. variable it's muffler. Very cool. yeah. It's a very it's cool muffler. Yeah. Turbos are great. You don't need a muffler with a turbo. But Z's are dope. I went from a Miata drifting to a Z. Phenomenal, super pumped. Uh, built it, made it look good, painted everything myself. Seen like did the wide body, the whole thing. And and, and oh, I, yeah. I talk about this a lot too. Where like if you can learn to drive 
a low angle, low horsepower car, it is very similar to driving a super gripped up high horsepower car. Because like you have to put in so much legwork and fight the car and keep it in drift and stuff like that, that like if you can drive that, you can virtually drive, drive most cars, you know what I mean? Like you can work your way through the paces on something that's super gripped up and high horsepower, given you're doing everything a lot faster, but like you have the dynamic of it. Be a low power hero. That's the only reason. Be a low power hero. Yeah. I got to the point where I was, I had my car completely gripped up. I couldn't go anywhere else. And you Ryan had a shit ton of money on tires. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Like my seat time car, that 325 sedan, like it's like an SLR kit, a handbrake, and uh, coilovers with a welded. And that car, I ran all of Spring Break Bash, a three-day event on one set of tires. No, Iron, 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 down. Iron Man. No, those were these weird... Uh, no, 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 no. They were Nika Superchargers. They only produced them in one size. It was 215, 40, 17. Yeah. And they were the best yeah, tire ever. He's, he's telling oh, me you can't get them anymore. But I'm <laughs> telling you, they're the best damn tire I've ever had in my life, and I wish I could still get them. Why did they stop making them? I don't even know where they got them from. The guy I bought the car from recommended, and he gave me like two sets of wheels with those tires mounted on them. And then yeah. I bought like two more sets after that, and then they were just gone. Off the, face the, of the, the company disappeared. The company just sucks. shut down, yeah. yeah. But I mean, they, they only produced one size. But they only produced one size. So like you only have a very narrow market, but they were my size and they were, they were, coming they from were like, my size. They were coming from like North Tell Korea, like some random Probably. place. Just, like, no but rules. those things lasted forever and they just Cuba. had enough grip like that little Treadwear Nikos. FYI, that was his first bullet point. What? Yeah, that was his first bullet point. We've been here for an hour. That's what I said. We only got 30 minutes on the timer. But all right. So how did you guys all get involved with Drift HQ? Um, Drift HQ, originally when we started back in the day, it was basically there's a bunch of people that were interested in drifting, but we had no way to really like get people out there and like nobody had a garage or anybody they trusted to do anything and we didn't really have a track to drive. So back in the day, um, the Immokalee Speedway was just like a little oval track with kind of like a small, like and a three pumps and uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Three pumps. Three, three pumps is the one I'm thinking of. It was basically like if you take Cletus's Freedom Factory and you just make it a little bit smaller, it kind of has the same figure eight layout in the center gotcha. with like a paved center and like. There was just a shop that um, a couple of the guys had rented and then they would let everybody store their cars there. I had another job at the time and I would come there after hours and just do like general repairs. He was there doing like roll cages, welding diffs and like doing things just to kind of get everything together. And then from that point, it was just like everybody needed parts. And then Duarte, the boss, he was just like, okay, well, I can get you this and I can get you that. And he, so he started getting all of these dealer accounts and vendor accounts and then like started going over, to the, the yeah um, swap shops. Grabbing parts from everything. Right, like, yeah. Started, oh, started need... taking stuff from the junkyards and like, you know, part outs and stuff like that to put parts onto other cars. Just like finding mm. cheaper ways to keep people on the track Buy and make it rack. affordable. Uh, I need a rack. Right, yeah. Like, just, just to oh, make things axles. affordable for I the people. axles. I need a diff. Whatever. And he would get it for BMWs yeah. or whatever. And okay. then everyone else that you said, like, hang out with us, had a spot to store their car, work on their car, yeah. do anything. So... They had a chance to come in, store their car there, rent lift space. Yeah, rent tools. So That's cool. Rent tools. Yeah. Yeah, people Everything. who literally didn't have anything to like support themselves drifting, but they just wanted to get. I wish that was more common. It'd be great. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Like just to get more and more people like that can get that entry level points. Be like, okay, am I good at this or am I just never going to yeah. be able to, you know, actually start yeah, driving? Right. You know, <laughs> at least you kind of go through like the general paces instead of going on marketplace and buying some turnkey 
350Z for like, you know, $12,000 just to realize you suck at it and crash the car and then like, you know, yeah, you'll yeah. go through all the paces. Five thousand dollars BMW and crash and figure out you suck. And right, stay. exactly. But <laughs> I mean, give me time. Yeah. All, all of this started back. That's, that's what I try to preach is go the cheaper route and see right, if you fucking like it. I mean, given all this started back in like uh, 2014. So like back then, like, you know, it was still achievable to buy like cheap e46s and e36s and like to get into yeah. it like relatively inexpensively and like even duarte's first car was just like an m3 with an angle kit and some coilovers on it and, like, yeah and, and just well, something to get them out there and then like obviously things excelled so much further past then and like as the dealer accounts and stuff started to go realizing he had a knack for selling and like how much like you know we got involved with the drift community over the years and stuff like that it just started to grow up so like as the business got bigger i got more and more involved with it like i worked for other performance shops in fort myers at that time on your own and then after that, I had my own performance shop in Fort Myers for a short period of time, and I had a bunch of issues, business partners, and all that other stuff. But then Money down the road, it's just like he's a great builder. Yeah, I'm, great I, I builder. realized like I know my strengths. On the side. Yeah, I know my strengths. Like my strengths are turning wrenches. Side. Like my problem is like I'm way too nice to everybody. So like when I had my shop, it's just like I'm just trying to help everybody out and do stuff. But that stuff doesn't pay the bills. So yeah. like you got to have somebody who's like a cutthroat to run the business and you know make things happen. So like. Duarte was that guy for sure. And like me and him always got along well. Like I always just, you know, delivered the work and like whatever he needed done, like I could show up and get it done after hours, whatever. And then after a while, I got so tired because I was working like three or four jobs. I was a diesel mechanic for the county. I had my shop. I was working for a, a, some other random shop. And then I was doing the, um, Damn, the Drift HQ stuff. Too. I was working at the Granite shop as well, like doing all this stuff. I was working myself to death. And I was just like, I'm tired of this. Like, I'm going to quit all this. Like, yeah. I'm getting out of cars. I'm just going to go get another Solid. job. And Duarte was like, no. He was like, I'm just going to hire you. And you're just going to work at Drift HQ. And that's all you're going to do. Will you do that? And I was just like, yeah, absolutely. Okay. And this was like, what? 2020, 2000, six years ago, five years ago, five years ago. He broke yeah. built me into yeah. it too. Yeah, 18. and then Cricket came down 18. to only do one roll cage yeah. for some people, and he never left. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, over here. Out. I was growing stuff, doing stuff for cancer patients, and they're like, "You want to come down and do a roll cage? You come down every winter, anyways, and you goof off and you go fishing. Yeah, I might as well yeah, make come, some money. I can build a roll cage. Yeah. So I came down to build a roll cage. Never built that roll cage. No. But this Never is like, in, in the beginning, he was doing all the cages and stuff, and then he went back up to New Hampshire and had his, like, you know, hiatus and stuff while he was up there. And then when he came back down, like, after, like, you were gone for, like, a year or two. Yeah. And then he came back and then just never left. And just he wouldn't leave. Shit. Just made don't it to the I don't want to leave. Yeah. They wouldn't let me leave, but I don't want to leave. Yeah. I'm sure. It's We've been here long. Like, I mean, it's, it's a fantastic job. Yeah. yeah. I mean. I work with my best guy. friend. Do what you love all yeah, day. Yeah, work with my best friend. Like, we sit here all day and talk shit. Yeah. Back and, and forth. And, yeah. and make elephant like, trucks and cool things. Yeah, we get to... <laughs> nobody messes with us. Like, oh, yeah. make sure it's 110% before it leaves out of here. Absolutely. Okay. And we look at it. Chris, you like this? That's not your best work. That's not your best work. All right, I'll go back. I'm not the best welder. Or fabricator. Or fabricator, apparently. <laughs> you know, so... <laughs> So I always run it by him. Like, what do you think about this? Oh, he would look better. Like, okay, cool. Yeah. And he'll say the same thing. And, and I appreciate about, working what? with people who can take creative criticism as well. Cause I've worked with like, especially fabricators. Fabricators are very like, this is what I did. Yeah. And this is what you're going to get. If I'm like, yeah, it'd be cool if we were it over this way. He's not just like, oh, I already did it. I'm not going to redo it. It's just like, yeah, you know, it would probably look better. You know, if we went like, around this way, way or did that. Like, like, yeah, yeah. Hey, it's like, use your words. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe next time, you know, like do it a little faster. So our last build that we're doing right now is F30. It's a thousand horsepower build. Yeah, Jay Z F30. 
So I cut a whole okay. bunch of pie cuts. I was so like, this shit ain't gonna work. <laughs> He's like, you got enough of those? I'm like, no. And they're sitting there chopping, <laughs> chopping, 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 yeah. chopping. He's like, well, I ain't got shit to do. I was just tired of hearing gonna, the saw, too. I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna, build, I'm gonna build the cold, uh, the hot side. I'm like, all right, hell yeah. Build the hot side. I come over there and he's got it all taped up. All pie cuts. It's like. Yeah. So get a pie cut, you might as well pie cut the whole thing. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You don't, you don't half pie cut it. You go cut all the whole pie. You, you, yeah. you full pie cut You full pie cut All the pie. All the pie. So he comes over. He's like, no there's like a three inch section. That could be straight. I'm like we're not doing straight there. He's like, all right, hold on. everything's gonna be rolled. This is drifting. This is drifting. I got five. Like I only need three. 45, 45, 45. Boop, 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 boop. Build. Straight. Tape it all together. I'm like weld it. <laughs> it took him like a majority of the next day to finish welding that thing because it was literally made up of like oh 18 sections or 20 sections in there. Fucking beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's it came out so sure. sick. Yeah. It's like a little inside and out. Well, it is aluminum. It's just like a lobster oh, tail, yeah, okay. but it looks sweet. Like yeah. it just came out so nice. And just like I'm so happy we used all pie cuts on that. It's, it's yeah. cool how you guys took the pie cuts too to like go off the direction and like map it around. Just, like, you you know, you just like, he was right. bored, so I was like, here's. What's funny is we talk about that all the time too. It's just like. Whenever we have builds and stuff like that, we just pull the car in the shop. We'll just sit there and spend like an hour or two just staring at the car, yeah. like and just figuring out like where can Spinning we put this? It's like AC. where is the catch cam going to fit? Where can we route the intake? Like how can we do intercooler piping? Like what style intercooler do we want to do? Do we want to do like V mount, flat mount? Like where do we have room for oil coolers? How can I route my fuel lines, fuel pressure regulator? Like you just sit there and think about, about everything, too, and then we just go through and like we just make a list. Like okay, we need all of this for Fab. I need all of these fittings from Vibrant. I need this hose and this and that and that and like. Given you can't get 100% of it the first run around, like you know 90, what I mean? 90%. We get like 90% of it. And then at the end of it, it's like, yeah, we got to order a few more fittings and put stuff together. But it's like just having the dynamic, like working with the same people for as long as we've been working together to be able to figure out like, okay, this is what we need to get this shit done. I'm doing That's my fuel cool, lines yeah. this way. I'm doing my radiator lines this way. You're going to do your exhaust lines this way. Everything like molds. And we'll just sit down and stare for like two <laughs> hours. Torto come out like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, don't worry about it. It's a creative process, Dad. No, the thing is, as long as you're holding a clipboard, they'll never ask questions. Yeah. So it's like as long as you're like taking notes, writing something. Yeah, you know, just look busy. Out. The first like two years of doing it, he used to like come over and look at us, and we're just like sitting there drinking a beer, watching. It's like seven thirty. We're well past clock. Clocked out at six. We're clocked out for an hour and a half. Sitting there drinking beer, like just looking up at it, like, what the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> Dreaming. <laughs> We are the dreamers of dreams. We are the music makers. Don't question the process. Yeah, it's a beautiful so line. Mean, the process. He comes over to look at us. Everything pocket in. They're just like beautiful yeah. lining. So now he'll cl- open the door, see us laying under the car. Yep. And just straight up respect the process. No yeah, he knows. It's like, all right, they're dreaming. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're dreamers. They're dreamers. <laughs> so I, I know you said that you're not tech, you don't technically work for just HQ. Yeah, no, I'm not like you come involved. Uh, I talk a lot, and people think I'm funny sometimes. <laughs> yeah, Dustin talk a lot. Dustin talks a lot. Uh, I started uh, announcing. I did a OKC battle royale with some friends. Okay. And uh, so I announced the event, and then I just kept announcing events. And then this bad man's on top of a roof, and it's literally on my TikTok, like or Instagram story somewhere. And he's got a drink in his hand. I got a drink in my hand. He's on top of it. He just points at me like this, and he's <laughs> like, "You coming up here?" And I was like, "Yeah, I am." 
fucking start. Ran past. I ran past. Like, do not enter. Son, I'm like, screw you, son. Tripped on. It was great. We're sitting on the roof, though. We weren't even in like the the AC box. We're on the roof, roof. And I'm literally like, man, I've been drinking all day. And somebody said I could stand up here with a microphone on a <laughs> on a hot mic on a live stream. Shit and then I get to down. look down and like, that's four stories. Who said I could do this? <laughs> Just took another drink. That was OKC. But no, that was the first uh, one oh, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I was uh, OKC was pretty hyped up. OKC, I was pretty hyped up too, because yeah. like I didn't know the the vibe and Liquid Death was sponsoring it, and like people that I've been looking up to are sitting next to me, uh, spotting, and I've been drifting for like two years at this point. So I'm literally getting yelled at by Pat Gooden to like get a real car, and like people are like saying, "Get out of Miatas, like you got it, like go to the next step." And I'm like, I'm like, all right. And so I do my first don't OKC. Don't you talk about my Miata? <laughs> don't you talk about my I flip up head like pop, 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 pop. All right. Don't make me wink at you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> if I click it fast enough, it'll just start doing this. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I started doing that, and then people thought it was good, and I announced well, and I know enough people. Oh, so yeah. It's got good vibes. Great vibes. Great vibes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, party. It's always he, nice, he did yeah. the, um, the announcements at the Spring Break Bash at Mid Pond, too, and that was Wiley for sure. Yeah. And Mid it's like, Island. he didn't even have like full announcements. It was just a bullhorn, just hollering at everybody. But the like, crowd had a great time. Right, but no, I mean, it was like mostly a crowd-judged event, too. So it's all about like crowd interaction, you know, getting people involved and stuff like that. Of and you got to have the right personality yeah. for that kind of stuff. I'm not the guy for that. Like, I'm not going to go yell at random. You can literally put me, put me in any situation. I'll just make it fun and I'm gonna have fun so I'm sure the other people around me are gonna have fun you know and I'm not like too autistic where I don't notice someone's not having Art fun just got a little touch autistic. that's just it just a little, <laughs> little bit on I the don't know. hey I've never been diagnosed with anything okay <laughs> but I also can see like if it's not the vibe you're like oh okay I need to tone down or I need to bring it up or like change it and it's like also doesn't like eat at me like when you say something you're hyped and the crowd isn't like talked about it, you're like, I don't care that you don't like it. I've seen what you like. Like, I know I'm right. I know this. <laughs> like, here you go. Cheer on. He won. Get over it. I don't care that he's your favorite. He didn't do well. I'm sorry. Yeah. He sucked. <laughs> like, he sucked at that point. Trust That's me. Cool. I know. I've watched him a lot. Yeah. He sucked. That's... That's the thing with drifting and uh, like as a judge or an announcer, it's really hard. As an announcer, you have to understand all the judges' mindset, but also be okay with stepping back, only being hyped for a second, letting the judges do stuff and not be like, well, this person clearly won. Like yes. at no point can you overstep the judges. Right. And when they make a decision, you're not undercutting them either. You're not going to be like... Like there was calls that I don't always agree with. I mean, know? everybody's guilty of that you're at home watching Formula Different. Like, how the hell did that guy win? But there's always that like weird like waiver or that weird like step correction that he did, and you're just yeah. like, okay. After they review it, you're like, okay, that makes we're sense. The worst judges too. Yeah. 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 We're the worst. We're in the background, like, like don't don't he definitely, definitely sandbag the shit out of that. Judging from a screen though is so much different. More, I deserved more. Wait, right? You, what? Like when you know drivers, there's more. more out of a driver. Like, oh yeah, they, oh, they, yeah. They yeah. Back I was so confused yeah. that we're like, just no, listening. I, I deserve more. more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. give like, the mic. You don't want me to judge. Like they ask me and Chris to judge all the time. Like, don't. If someone asks you to judge a drift event, don't do it. Don't do it. I'm telling you right now, don't do it. We are the worst. We we deserve Best way more. to make enemies. We know. Yeah, we exactly. know our, well, we know our drivers. We it's know a, everyone. It's a no yeah. way. We've been around forever. So, like, if you're sandbagging, we fucking know when you're sandbagging. It just reminds but, me. But regardless, like, if you have 95% of people that favor one person and 5% of people that favor the other person, and you rule in the 95 percentile, and the guy clearly won... 
That 5% of people will yell louder and create more bullshit than the 95%. Exactly. But you both feel like the 5% is like pumped 95 is going after him, and you're just yeah. like, whoa, dude, like yeah. I'm sorry he was offline, dropped two tires. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's it's there, it's clear. But another thing that I think is very important for everybody to know is judging from a screen and seeing drone views, and then the original judgment when judges are marking their sheets, they're seeing it live and they're going. Lead, lead, follow, follow. Yeah. yeah. Right? And you got to think about it from that judge point, and you realize they're going through and can see from one point of view. They don't get to see the angle of the stand, see. They don't get to see the overview. Now we're getting to replays and stuff where we're getting like stuff, especially well, at the level. That's when they start to really judge, too. Yeah. And it's everyone else sees something else. Yeah. I see a driver get in a lot tighter here, and then you see the aerial view, and it's like, yeah, it's like, but the thing well, is, like, if you're, you know, if you're you watching, that tight. If, yeah. you're, if you're watching drifting, though, it's like your biggest hype factor is when somebody's like on someone's door. So, like, you see your chase, and they're like, oh, they were in there. Yeah, but, but then you actually watch it, like, from like a judge's perspective, yeah. and they're like, this T boning, you watch T boning, this, right? Yeah, like, we're like, the proximity is there. That's not following the line. Right, exactly. Like, if you're chopping line and stuff like that, yeah. like, sure, you might have the proximity, but, like, when on their lead run, they're deep in the pocket and, like, they're pulling up on top of people, like, that's where you want to see. The yeah, pocket. But, like, it's not yeah. as tight as it always is when you can barely even see what's going on, but, like, everybody just wants, like, oh, proximity, he was way closer yeah. to him. It's like, yeah, but that's not really what it's all yeah, about. most yeah. people don't see that's how the that crumbles. perspective. You yeah. want to really really talk cookies. about it. Exactly. So. It's on these well, it's about angle. Like, I see a lot of people do this, and it's like, oh, he's so close. Yeah, but he's not following line. Yeah, he's yeah. not matching the like, angle. If, right. you, if you can come up and be like this, whatever the distance is, if you're this, it's cutting line. You know, I love these yeah. guys. FYI, that's how I got in Drift HQ. I just love the team. They're phenomenal, and I love working. We've watched them. I survive. I'm getting. We're the horrible. We're horrible judges. Yeah, don't make them don't judges. trust us. Never, we're never again. Like I said, never we know what we want to see. You know what I want to see? You in a kiddie pool with the the board. Yeah, you know, there. clutch kickers is gone. No more. R.I.P. R.I.P. That's another conversation. Yeah. I, I I hate to say it, but I did call that. We talked about it previously beforehand. as well. They were dumping a lot of money into it, and they were getting the involvement. But as soon as they um, switched everything over to the Freedom Factory, they lost so many rights to the yeah. things that they were supposed to you know, actually be able to anymore. monetize on that they just they kind of dug themselves into a hole that they weren't going to be able to pull they out. They got put into a corner. Like, I, I, I understand their perspective. Yeah. Absolutely. They're looking for anything to make it happen. And given the Central Florida location was a much better spot for it in terms of accessibility. So much better drivers. panhandle, But dude. also when you were up in the panhandle, like you had more out-of-track drivers wanting to come out. Like that's where it was cool because like the dynamic of it. It wasn't just Florida boys. Exactly. And honestly, everyone. like I saw a lot more cool like underdog stuff. Like even when like Ryan Acevedo and stuff was first coming out there with like the VQ on a 75 shot. Ben and Julian was a little Miata. Miata with the Miata and, and stuff like that. It was just like, like the wild cards that you saw come out there and running against pro drivers. Like that's what you want to see in drifting. Like those yeah, underdogs pulling that. That's what you want to see in pocket series and for sure. Yeah. we already line. see pro talking yeah. shit the whole time yeah. with our whiteboard. You know, like we need one of those. Yeah, and it was also like it was a really laid back vibe at the old Clutch Kickers track. Cool. Like, it was I got so to drive that track once, and it was so one cool. of the we best. We went to so many events there, and I always said I wanted to drive that track. You never drove. I never got to drive. We never got to drive it. Dude, I stole um, the EMC uh, Purple 350Z. I was helping them in the pits. They had some issues, Mm -hmm. and we were fixing the the silver and purple car. And I was like, I hate to be that guy. That's Reese's car. Yeah. That was Reese's car. Yeah. So I I, I was like, I hate to be this guy. I'm helping you with this. 
I have a 350Z, I know how to drive. Do you trust me? He's like, go out there, get a tandem. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. We're not tandem on the first run. <laughs> so I went out there and like his car was so differently set up. It was so much more gripped up, but then also like, yeah. it, once you get sideways, it's like, if you're not powered in, it wants to like, just keep going yeah, forward. Flow. It's yeah. weird, yeah, it's that's weird. That's yeah. stuff. Yeah, and so like, I finally figured it out. And literally by the time I figured it out, it was like, there's a car behind me. I'm like, oh my God, there's a car behind me. Oh God, I gotta hold this together. <laughs> and he, oh God. He, he saw me with a car behind me. He's like, are we good? Are you good to give the key over back? I was like, yeah, here's the keys. Sorry, bud. Sorry. He's like, waved off, waved off. All right. <laughs> Reese is a great guy. They're great guys. But but given, you know, when that event was still, like, happening at Emerald Coast, we were out of Fort Myers. And with, like, the two-car trailer and stuff, when we would pull up to that event, I mean, we're talking about 10 hours, like, 11 yeah. hours. And we wouldn't even leave the state of Florida. Coming from Fort Myers all the way up to cycle up to get into, like, the back corner of the panhandle. Like, literally in a different time zone. Like, from where we are in yeah. Florida, just that little corner of the panhandle of Florida is in a different time zone. And every time yeah. we go so through yeah. there, it was a thunderstorm. Yeah. It was, like, every single time. Yes, every single time. I feel like time, it was it, it was fucked. It was crazy. But also, I always talked about with uh, Mike Castleberry, the guy who directed you know most of the stuff for uh, Clutch Kickers. Like, I was like, if you ran um, Clutch Kickers in the wintertime, for one, we're not going to get this crazy inclement weather, weather where it's either raining or 100 degrees. For two, it's off season for all the pro guys, so you're more likely to get people out there doing tests and tunes, like you know, pushing their cars and like doing more yeah, like, dynamic yeah. driving and stuff like you that. Get more pro for drivers. Three, for three, you're also going to get all of your um, like seasonal people like the snowbirds that come down to Florida and they're going to pay for those tickets to want to come watch the drifting and stuff. People who see the stuff online and stuff all the time. You know, I mean, you're going to yep. get more like fans in the stands like actually watching the event. I was like, it's like a triple play. Like you're going to get everything you want out of this event. More good drivers, better weather, and more spectators. The spectators obviously are what's going to pay the bills over there because them paying out $10,000 an event. But also think about the location of where Emerald Coast was for them to try and sell merch and stuff like that. Like the only people buying it are like the people who are diehard trying to support it and you're buying it not because you need a shirt because you want to see the series you want to see it and and they they were completely independently funded like they were doing stuff like Drift HQ sponsored a few of the events and stuff like that you know and like helped them out to like you know keep things moving but like the dynamic of what they were paying out and the cost of operations to rent the track and do everything like that they were just well they were very an operational cost that you guys don't think about people don't think about that you gotta think about the insurance and all the insurance getting judges getting like everything all the video, things, but then the video, the live stream, the live stream itself, they have three different cell plans because there's no internet there. Yeah. So Verizon, T-Mobile, oh and AT and T, yeah, they're running through this massive weird box thing that goes through with drift. They sessions. had a bus, and they had to figure they had all this bus out. there with all the like cast yeah. sweet fucking whiteboards. <laughs> yeah, because they can sell the Riverside too, because especially Riverside is awesome. Riverside, dude, it's awesome. They're going there to collect. They're giving. Money. They're shelling out a lot. They are shelling out a lot of yeah. money, but Riverside does attract a lot of stand, like fans yeah. in the stands and stuff. And like, big, even in New big Jersey this boys. weekend, there was. I saw that on the last. We were in there. Jersey this weekend, but I saw it, and it seemed like the stands were dead, which is wild because like when Adam hosts like the LZ World Tour or like the um, what was the LZ Invitational and stuff yeah, like yeah, that, he hosted there in previous years. They were breaking the attendance records for when Formula Drift was there. Beaten Formula Everything Drift. was like. Stacked the, like every stand was completely full. Like the lines around the pits were insane. But the demand is there. But exactly. But like I don't know if it was like a promotional. Like, like they dropped the ball in promotions for that out. event no, or what? Because out. but the thing is, you had the pro drivers. You had Jimmy Oates there. You had Adam LZ there. Like exactly. That's what I was. Yeah. It's hundred percent marketing. Like Adam yeah. knows what he's doing, and he has a huge 
client base that's already there that's on his videos that he can market to technically for free. Right. But then he also runs his ads. They have a budget for Instagram ads and Facebook ads and stuff like that. Right. And he, it doesn't and he, he, has, he has the outreach to make it happen. Well, he also goes like into the spider web of when you're an influencer and you're friends with two influencers and those two influencers are there and he invites right. 18 influencers. But, but that, that's what I mean. People so, so like yeah. when he was doing then, the world's horror stuff, it was yeah. just like, yeah, you had Jimmy Oaks and you had TJ Hunt and you had Adam there and stuff like that. And those three alone it's like bring such people. a Wild following, then you throw Colette in there, and you have um, people that Redneck are and like all of these like big YouTubers like in one place at the same time. Like those events sell because like you're pulling so many different fan bases all everyone to one. In yeah. at once, right? I, so like now when he does say. like this or when this Riverside thing happened, like you still had Jimmy Oaks there, you still had um, Adam there, and you still had like a handful you of like all good the pro drivers, like all the FD guys. Like you'd think that would pull the following, so I feel like that was definitely a big like marketing error on their part. Yeah, like they did they not didn't. advertise that for nothing. Yeah, that's exactly it. Because the the only they reason I knew about it was because I I do Scotty D's media, so it was on his schedule. Right, that's the only place I had heard about it. Yeah, beforehand. So, and we have driven a, a couple of the Riversides. We did that one in Indiana last year, which is actually followed right after We're our Fourth of July this event. Year. Well, the Riverside one last year followed immediately after our Fourth of July event, so we literally left here and drove up to Indiana. Boys, gosh, yeah. set that yeah. thing up, and it was I like nonstop. Like we, we were running the whole weekend, and it was wild. It was the same thing. Like they they had a decent turnout out there, but it wasn't as big as you would think it was. Like, but drivers are showing up because the payouts ridiculous. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I feel like all the vendors get disappointed too. It's just like they're like, oh, this is for sure like an event you want to be at. Like the vendors who like you know drive from out of state to show Mm -hmm. up to this, and then like no one shows up. Yeah, I'm sure they lost quite a bit on that one. Yeah, it only takes one bad event too sometimes for like vendors to lose that faith, and vendors help carry because it's consistent guaranteed money. Exactly, they're they're paying for a spot, and if you're not making your money back, then well, that's that's necessarily going to come to the next. I've been a part of things where that paid the staff. Right. So like the staff, like the people are fronting this money and like to be also being able to pay immediately is huge. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of small events. Money, money's money got to come from somewhere. Money's got to yeah. come from somewhere and sometimes it doesn't come quickly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I know I somebody won an event once. I'm not going to say the event or win or anything like that, but it took them a month to get paid over Ooh, and then some people never get paid. Yeah. Old school shit. That's cool. that? We've been yeah. around for a while now, guys. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. But oh, I mean, I don't it, it only takes one bad payout to completely yeah. ruin the legitimacy of the series. Yeah. I will oh, say yeah. that. South Florida was in the Clutch Figures was the one out of all of them uh-huh. that made sure that they paid their guys. OKC paid the same day. How quick was it? You got to check on site. Check the same check on site. You got a big yeah. check, the and then same. you got a little yeah. check to actually take the Castleberry made sure that, oh, you won? <laughs> that was something Signed, like, sealed, delivered. That, that was something we dealt Perfect. with, like, some of the smaller drift series and stuff, like, even, like, the Pro-Am stuff back in the day. And yeah. that was, like, if you're not getting paid out, like, you will completely get burned. Like, especially, you know, obviously social media and everything like that, like, blown up as much as it does. Like, that guy will make a, a point to bury whatever it is. He, it could yeah. be two thousand dollars. It doesn't matter. But they will make five hundred dollars. They will try. It's a pride he thing. Always, like, you don't not yeah. pay me. Come on. Exactly. I give, I give Castleberry one thing. He always paid. Yeah, and he put always on a hell of an event, man. It's just yeah, it was good. It's so good. So good. <laughs> exactly. Sure. Like it, honestly, if Castleberry would just like buy a track to do this, where he's not paying for track rentals, you wouldn't have to work for it, man. He would absolutely be able to run something you know what i mean like he has the reach out he has it 
That's it. That's the cut right there. It's 100% foreshadowing. Castleberry had the reach. So they, they sold Emerald Coast, or they were selling Emerald Coast Dragway. Still for sale. I, I think it was like 800K or something like that. And that's the drag strip and the go-kart track over there. Yeah, so no even if you're not running the drifting stuff all the time, you can run go-karting. You can run drag nights the and stuff. Drag like that track alone, and it's the could pay for it. It was the worst the time, time for that to go up during what we were dealing with the pandemic and then you know the recession yeah, all the COVID and money stuff and it's Florida nobody gives a shit it doesn't matter that it doesn't nobody matter nobody cared but banks were loaning out me and Chris were going to the bar when it was closed yeah, yeah. you want to talk about that well, I mean, we were we were doing drift weeks and stuff during COVID and like as, as much as like stuff was you know being blown out of proportion like you know, like nationwide, like when we were going to all these different states, like driving literally all over the United States, like Wearing 99% of the places we went that. to did not care. We were driving up to New Jersey for, I think, one of the gambler events or like something like that. No, yeah, it was, yeah. we were going to Washington for this. We no, no, to, no, because no, I remember this guy was in like South Carolina and we stopped oh. off at this gas station. There's a Taco Bell inside the gas station. And the guy's like looking at us crazy because they're not wearing masks. He's like, do you know where you are right now? You're in a COVID hotspot. And, and like going crazy on us, like all this, like you need to put on a mask and this and that. This dude sits down at the table, reaches into the hot sauce bucket at um, at Taco, Taco Bell, Bell, puts the hot sauce on his plate and starts opening them up with his teeth and putting them on his food. I'm like, this guy has the audacity to tell me to wear a mask. Well, he's putting his mouth on the bin of hot sauce that everybody's yeah. been dipping their hands in. It's my favorite. Or the guy driving in the car by himself with, with a mask, mask on, and you're like, yeah, 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 gotta watch out for yourself. With stagger seats. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. They kiss the wife while they put him in the back seat. Yeah. Just like, you sit away from me, okay? But don't get me wrong. I appreciate the personal space. Like, you, it you, was give me six feet. I don't care about COVID. Give me six feet. Don't get all in my business. I've been screaming that for years. Same measure. All right. Get a little away from me. All right. So, how have like companies like since we mentioned BC before we even started but how have companies like bc and uh, are y'all do y'all work with fdf absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah so, we love Josiah. okay yeah. cool so yeah so we were we the primary too. u.s distributor for um fdf so pretty much if you buy fdf in the united states you're buying it from us like so he so i mean he just sells HQ. stuff like globally you know what i mean but like anything in the united states like we um worked with josiah for formula drift um we were running him and alex schlegel for um prospect like two years ago and like we got in a good relationship with him and stuff like that and his parts and products before we even started working with him for Formula Drift. And like he's always on the same train that we are like, what's the next chassis? What's the next guy going to be able to like, you know, turn into a drift car? Like he's producing the angle kits. We're trying to make like dual caliper brackets. We're trying to find like, you know, companies that can produce control arms for us. Because like you always have to kind of be a step ahead. Like before people were even drifting Corvettes, we were the first yeah, ones like yeah, coming yeah. out with the dual caliper brackets for them and stuff C4. like that. The C4 was just like an oddball out like. We literally called Josiah when we were doing the C4 RB25 build for Adam. I love and, that car. Yeah, I love that car, too. I, and love like, that and we just called Josiah. I hate C4s, but I love, love that, that car. car. <laughs> I feel like that, that's that, like, dude, that whole car is such a vibe. You love it or you yeah. hate it. But like, just yeah. driving that car around the compound, I was test driving, I'm like, I feel like badass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like some Legs, sunglasses dude. and shit. The like, kid, big Miami vibes, you know? Yeah, big Miami vibes. Yeah, without the kid, it wouldn't be doing it. But like, it was cool. Like, and like another company, like Bjork, like we were working with them, like with the body kits and like, you know, trying to, you know, get it more advertised in the United States. So, but um, yeah, BC Racing's based out of Orlando. So we do a bunch of work with them. Always they provide right all there. the coilers and stuff for our drift cars. And, like even our personal vehicles and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, we, like, we all run BC. Yeah. I run BC. Yeah, all, all our boys over there, like, you know, we're, we're real cool with Cody and stuff like that. Like I help him out. He has his, uh, 
his RTR EcoBoost Mustang. So like I've done like oh, the, just drove the inner it. cooler. Ego. Yeah, yeah it just like drove I, it. I did like um, we call it the EcoBoost. EcoBoost, you for sure. EcoBoost. It's also yeah. got Bond Gittins Jr. signature in there, so yeah, like, so it tells you it's fancy. real. Bro, that car fucks. Dude, I just took it off a wedge trailer. That car fucks. That little two point three gets done, man. Reached out to me was Cody. Yeah, yeah, Cody's super cool guy. Like he'll literally call me. Hi, Cody. He takes Cody. Hi, Cody. You're the best, Cody. Shorts, Cody. Yo, fuck off. I need more. He texted me a picture of his car on the trailer. Yeah, yeah. The HQ car yeah. before it. Yeah, yeah. So like, I, it was like before it was kind of an after hours thing. Like Cody would hit me up, be like, Hey, I got this like you know oil catch can, this like you know PCB plate I want to put on the side of this EcoBoost, and then it was like an intercooler, and then it turned into like the RTR angle kit and like a yeah. handbrake and like. It's like I want this. Things, this, things this, just started this, stacking up. Like he started like, very like, entry level, real like, quick. trying to figure out how to drift, and then like he got more and more comfortable in the chassis, and he kept giving him more power more angle more, more this up. like the boy can seats drift. In it. then he went did like drift yet. week and stuff like that so like and now he's here at the event for this weekend and i'm really I pumped to see what he's going to do on a big track it's like no, say no skid pad no, yeah, no, no, no. Week. we'll just go to mid pond 90 percent let you do anything it's amazing i talk about them all the time yeah no i love the vibes over there drive through will not allow you to have a cage and drive it's illegal so you have to it's really illegal so yeah, some states where? won't allow you to have roll cages roll right? cages because it's more of a hazard if you get into a car Four accident if you're not wearing like but you're not wearing your harness. Harness. Oh, you hit your head on, on the, the road cage. Cage. Yeah. Oh, okay. no, that makes sense yeah, yeah. 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 i'm pretty yeah. sure they're illegal okay. in tennessee drive okay. okay yeah in, in florida they don't give a shit you drive whatever you want like, yeah i do florida. They, in florida you can literally build a car in your backyard and be like hey i need a title for this car i just built it they're like okay here you go the cops will come and look at your car and yep 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 you, you just need literally like a windshield yep. and turn signals, and they're like, yeah, yeah. it's cool. Yeah, no doors required, no Brake lights, headlights, like whatever. Like just they the freak out over the yeah, lights. They don't give a shit. They like the lights. No doors. And a windshield. <laughs> like you can literally take a side-by-side -side and get registered on the street. What's great about Florida windshields, too, is they're free. Literally, If you got good insurance. It's free, baby. You get three per year. Yeah. I don't. They don't check. They don't check the VIN. I'm cheap, and I also have a rebuild title infinity. Like, I don't care about that thing. I got how many Miatas? You realize the interior how many Miatas? The shield's great. Like, that's all I ever see, so that's the all I care about. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking. <laughs> I pay like $75 a month for the insurance on that car. It's great. Dude, America's Collector, if it's over 30 years, I pay $300 a year for my Miata. What? That's it. $300 a year. No deductible, $10,000. feel like you're overpaying. I'm overpaying. Three hundred dollars a year. Three hundred dollars a year for a Miata. Like, like, can, like I your your can I get your insurance? Can I get your insurance? He's on AARP at this AARP point. AARP man. Old, old, old as shit. Yeah, dude. Uh, get that collector or the. I want to get Hertz or not Hertz, but uh, what's the uh, the collector insurance? You hurt me. I don't remember. Hurts his feelings. Hurts my feelings. Hurts. You're hurt. High five. Uh, so, high five. tell me about Evisu though, because like, how what all went into making that? Even so we happen? actually That's neither of us attended Evisu. Yeah. Neither me nor Cricket were at Ibisu. So I had just bought a house like two months before they left. So I just didn't have the funding to like go out there and yeah, rent yeah. a car and be able to do everything. Like they both, uh, Duarte and Savio both had cars out there and like they have all their connections and stuff like that. So they were able to go out there and drive with everybody. And obviously like, you know, the summer Matsuri stuff is so like So it crazy. wasn't like a collective plan? 
I mean, it, it, all it, of it's, the, it's an unintentional, well, no, I, I it's an unintentional collective plan from our end, but I'm sure like all of the guys on Adams and like, you know, having Jimmy and Sam and like everybody come out there at the same time. I'm sure okay. they all talk about making sure that they're there at the same time. Because I was time. curious how that even But also out. like the summer mat is such a huge deal or the spring mat surrey, whichever one they attended. It's such a huge deal that like people come out there, like regardless of what's going on, like regardless of those people are going to be there. But also like, you know, hyping it up as much as they could with, you know, having so many famous YouTubers and stuff attending. Yeah. I mean, they even have followings in Japan. Like it's they they have That's following crazy. all over the world. So they, they definitely have enough to like, you know, gain ground wherever they're going to go. And they obviously like have cars out there that they have available to them to go drive. So we were just a little bit out of the loop on that one. And no one wants to see us drive too. Yeah, no, I, I, you're not going to throw me on the track. Like my first time yeah. ever driving closed track course was in 2019, like right before COVID and everything. Hit was in Japan, and like I just hopped in a car. It was like a, it was a JZX90 with a PBM angle kit, and I was just like, "Who's going out with me?" It's like my first time yeah. ever trying to drift anything that's not just like hitting random left-handers on the street. And Joel, our videographer, was like. Dude, I'll get in the car with you. I'm like, cool, let's go. And I'm just like red line clutch kicking this car every time to initiate. Oh, Alex, no momentum. Tri- grabbing your fucking. No, a- Alex is over there with his hands in front of you while you're driving, oh, like, like distracting. Grabbing to grab your hydro. No, that was Duarte. Oh, Duarte was like, we were at the AZ circuit and they're like, there's this big drop off. And he's like, there's a video of him in the car with me. He's like, I want to see an initiation like that. And I was like, okay. And I just like <laughs> dumped the clutch and throw it one way and flick the car back the other way. And the whole time Duarte was over, there was his hand on the e-brake, like worried about me going off the side of this mountain over there. And I'm just like, I was worried about it too, but I was just like one track mine. That was it. Like I'm just trying to drive. So I mean, given this has been like years since then, I've become a somewhat better driver since then, but yeah, was, yeah. but it was definitely a wild, like just like make or break experience. Cause there's like 50 people out on the track. I mean, obviously, like, the uh, Matt Surrey stuff's, like, way crazier when you go to a Bisu because you have, like, 250 cars or, like, you know, 500 yeah, cars yeah, on the uh, track at a time. But, like, even this to me was just, like, I'm going to go out here and make a fool of myself. And, like, people were there were excited to see us because they were, like, customers of ours and stuff as well. So, like, That's they, they knew HQ. us and they watched yeah, us. Like, oh, Drift yeah. HQ. And Don't look at me. There, like, <laughs> Maybe not that guy. Maybe that's not the guy to follow. <laughs> John Cena over here. Not yeah. the one. Don't yeah. look at me, little puppy. He's literally looking at me. He's like, two, three, and he's like, no, 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 zero. Don't even let him follow me. <laughs> you want to see him die? That's how you see him die. And also at that, that time, I like, had only drifted like VLSD Nissans. So like my amount of throttle commitment, like a VLSD car, like if you let off the diff, it pretty much just opens up. So like I'm coming around like the first couple turns, like learning how to drive this car and it had a welded so like as i'm coming out of the turn i'm still on throttle a little bit and the car starts kicking back and kicking back and kicking back and i'm just in the car like oh shit oh shit oh shit and there's like like i said like drop offs on both sides of the track like off the side of a mountain range and simon's in the car he's like yeah maybe you just let off the gas a little bit earlier than you you know coming around that turn yeah yeah i didn't know it was gonna do all that (laughs) it got a little crazy oh i'm sure it does out there yeah lessons were that so the old parts truck do y'all even still do that anymore oh yeah or still bring the parts yeah. truck and everything for yeah. yes drivers yeah okay. so the parts van has been like a growing process of what it originally was so we got this like um ford transit van that had like this weird 3.5 five cylinder diesel in it that we couldn't get parts for who thought of the idea uh duarte originally duarte. came up with it because okay. like we were always trying to provide parts for people at the track again like same thing as the original dynamic drift hq just keep people on track get people driving you know what i mean and then it just escalated so quickly into like everybody buying everything. And then like it really took off when we started doing the drift week stuff because drift mm-hmm. week is like 
90% of the cars are swapped to something that's not available in the United States, like, you know, 1Js and like, you know, certain things that do interchange, like, you know, cam seals or like, you know, coil packs or something like that. But like, manifold gaskets. Exactly. Like, you're not always going to get some stuff at O'Reilly's. So like, it was like, okay, give me the list of all the cars that are going to be at Drift Week. And then we just started looking up like, or talking about like common problems for these engines. Like, Mm. are the head gaskets? Do the water pumps fail? Does this fail? Like, and then like, you know, control arms and stuff like that. And then like, it turned into like a huge dynamic. Like the few drift weeks that we were like driving cross country with these like falling apart vans and stuff like that, just to try and make it. Like we literally have one like one of our videos. We're driving from one event in Washington, and the alternator died, and we couldn't get the alternator for like two days. And we had like a four hour drive from one track to the other. Six. We had we had two batteries in the path in the in between the seats of two the van batteries with the jumper charging pad and a charging pack, a jumper pack. So we literally had jumper cables going from like the engine bay to the batteries going through the window and we're just like okay what's the reading oh it's at 11 8 now okay move it over to the other battery let that battery recover like just to make it through the drive and like now we like you know we got it all in a trailer like it's been a lot more dialed in and like it also gives us a little bit more room for the inventory and like obviously like the more and more we have the van the more it adapts to like you know what parts are commonly failed like oh that's been in there for two years and no one's bought it like we don't need to replace that But also Duarte is the kind of guy where like one guy will ask you for something one time mm. in three and years he's and he's just it. like, okay, we're going to have to get that in the van. I'm like, no, no, we don't. But no, like, you know, but he really. wants to have it. Cause like, you know, worst case scenario, somebody's going to need it. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, he that's wants the, to be that's there. That's the first time I met Duarte was my Z. I was working on it. It was on jack stands. I was working on it outside of OSW, like bleeding my lines and stuff. And I was the only car. I was on jack stands getting ready for a three day event. Sure. Yeah. And I was like getting it done. And then they're like. I'll install my seats. Like, I've done everything. Just a motor swap, did a trans, wiring harness, all this 10 days before. Yeah. I just got cleared medically to drive. I broke my back. Oh my and God. so they literally were just like, yeah, you're able to drive. And so I bought my ticket and was fixing my car. I had 10 days to get it all done. And I'm like, all right, the seats go in. And I trusted my buddy. I was like, hey, I'm buying these seat rails from you. They're, they're, they're there. Everything's there. Cool. Just bought the box and put it in there. Didn't even think about it. Go there. And it's not no seat rails. Oh. And it's the driver's side. I have passenger side. I don't have driver's side. And I'm like, what am I about to do? Like my whole car is here, but I've already ripped out the regular (laughs) seatbelt, so I can't put regular Ah, seats back in. I'll drive the hour plus to go to my house, whatever. And then I'm like, oh my gosh. And I knew them slightly. We've met maybe a couple times. We're chill, but like, you know, whatever. And Duarte's rolling around. They're like, ask Duarte or ask somebody. Like, we don't know. We don't know the parts truck that well. I go over and I'm like... Hi, Mr. Duarte. Um, I'm in big trouble. <laughs> like, I, felt like, I felt like there's no other option. There's nothing. Jim's yeah, closed. Yeah. Everybody's closed. Like it's local. And I'm like, what am I gonna do? I'm here, and it starts right now. I gotta tech this car, and I teched my car with no seat. So they're like, uh, there's no seat. We can't pass you on tech. And I was like, on the say. floor. Just taking out everything else. I'm like, Are you sure? You can't. Just, you can't. I got a bucket in the back. Like, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. And so like, I got the harness around me. I'm like trying to get tech. Oh, no. <laughs> but no, I went over there and I'm like, do you guys have 350Z seat rails? <laughs> we don't have seat rails, but with like, the whole like thing that attaches to the side. I'm like. Yeah, can I get those? Yeah, <laughs> like, like, Side brackets, please. <laughs> and then my card declined, and I'm like, can you charge for 100? Do the rest of this card. Because <laughs> drifting is a broke man sport. Absolutely. Hey, man. It makes us broke. Yeah. It makes yeah. us broke. Yeah. Uh, so I bought it and was able to drift. And like literally the van, the first time I ever saw it, first time I ever really dealt with Drift HQ, and then we partied all weekend. That was hey, like the first night that we actually party party yeah. and hung out. Yeah. That, that was when spring break bash was a lot more fun. That was years ago. Yeah, I won. That was years ago. 
Holy cow, was it way more fun. I got my foot ran over that event, almost I, arrested. And like the, the, the year after that? Yeah, you won the drinking contest. I, went, I was right behind you. Your boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He can suck out of a camp faster than I can. What can I say? Yeah. yeah. I, I tell you, Some like, the following year. What powers derived from these bad boys right here? I tell you, the following year, like, I had so much fun that year that I, like, invited a bunch of my friends, like, gassed the event up and stuff. Like, everybody came from out of town and shit like that. We got an RV. We stayed at the track. And, like... And it just completely fell off. Like, I don't know if it was just like people started partying less or they started regulating more at the track or whatever it was, but it's just like, it wasn't like what it used to be. Died down. Well, like, it's kind of like waves. So you you go through and you realize the limits on stuff. And like the year that you came out, a forklift was stolen. Yeah, the guy uh, crashed through the gate. I crashed Jesus. through the gate, snuck out and crashed through. They lock us all in. They so lock me in after no 1 a.m. because they yeah. assume everybody's drunk, so they don't want anybody yeah. leaving. Dude just ran yeah. his truck so through the gate. Was, drove was, through it. So drove through it. We had a forklift stolen. We had uh, I got ran over by a, a four wheeler, and then a four wheeler ran into the beer pong table. We're not saying names. We're not saying names. Yeah, You're not saying names. He likes uh, to party, but he likes to party. And I mean, like everybody was out there though. And then we did the we did the burnouts. That was the last year of the burnout. You pit. jumped over the fire pit. That was a different year, and I almost got banned for life for it. Yeah, so. that was the next year. Yeah, that was the next year. I tried to bring the party back, and I'm just Go like, let's let's party. I got a little XR80R, and I'm like, let's just take this 240 that's ruined. And throw it on the fire, and I'll jump it with my dirt. What could go wrong? Nothing. nothing so I almost all. hit the crowd. It went wrong. Nobody got hurt. Nobody got hurt. Well, so like I was doing a burnout, and that was the problem. I did a burnout, and then it caught my foot because it walked out, and then I fell in the fire, and I just got tattooed on my leg, and I was like, my tattoo wasn't worried about anything else. It was majestic. It was majestic. Didn't you show up the following year? You just got both the top of your feet tattooed, and you had like. Nope. Cut open hog. Crocs yeah. with like so uh, I have this thing where I get tattooed like right before drifting events like the day before. So I got both of my feet tattooed and I cut the tops out of vans and was constantly taping them with uh, paper towels, paper towels, oh and like God. duct tape around so his face. I'm, I'm like, trying to you wear. I'm trying to, drift, <laughs> I'm trying to drift with it, and it's like these open cut top where the laces are holding it in, and I like lost a van while drifting once. It was great. Good times. Yeah, nothing happened. Those are the memories you're talking about. Dude, I'm so glad you remember that. I do. Dude, you didn't, even, you didn't even know what the tattoos were yet. Like, I did because they were, all they were always up. covered because they were so worried. And I got like this big rooster on my foot. And it's, a, like, oh. it's, a, it's a foot. Back to the, the truck though. So yeah. did, did that like kind of. Is that what's really skyrocketed? Especially being on Drift Week, I'm sure. I mean, it definitely helped from like the promotional aspects of it and stuff like that. And like, you know, being people's saving grace and like, given every time we like do those types of events, we do gain a lot of like lifelong customers. Could be like, yo, those are the guys that were there for me when like I couldn't get anybody else to help us out. But like, given like the, from the time that Drift HQ actually started like selling products and like, you know, actually having a website and stuff like that. Within like a four year span, like the amount of like increase in sales and like, I, I don't know the exact numbers of like how quickly it blew up. Obviously, like, you know, once we, you know, moved to the compound and like at the um, Adam bought out the business and everything like that, like fortunately he kept us with it too. But yeah, um, then, then it continued to grow. But that's obviously like, you know, just social media outreach and stuff like that. Of course. And every year, like it got exponentially larger, like more and more sales and more and more everything like that. While the parts van because of the cost of operation bringing it to the events and stuff like that and the profit margins you actually work with on those types of parts it's not necessarily that that's like making the business a whole lot of money 
but it's gaining you loyalty to the people that you're saving. You know what I mean? Like it, those yeah, people that yeah. they'll remember that you save them it's at the track and you're able to drive. You made me a lifelong customer, and I literally yeah. would like someone would say, "Oh, I need this," and like you're farming for a part through all these people. And drifters are huge on community. We're not like grudge racers. Yeah, so, like, yeah. I've handed out axles, my own spare axles, and been like, "Of course." Well, I hope I don't break my axles. Here you go, oh, and like yeah. you take them at cost. Like you're not making money, but then like. Of course. Hey, I don't have axles. Check Drift HQ, and then they're, they're coming down to the box of axles. Yeah. And they're doing hypes right now. Yeah, yeah. He'll get my F three fifty right now, full of axles. Yeah, the oh, whole yeah. thing. Yeah, we we we've learned the limitations of that part, Shirley, because I mean we've had that thing packed up to like fourteen thousand pounds, like just stacked Jesus. up with everything, yeah. and that's like dual twenty three hundred pound or thirty two hundred pound axles on that thing. Just completely Max. maxed out the torsion. Like we're riding on the sidewall of the tire, and then like we're blowing out wheel bearings, brakes, everything left and right. And it's just like obviously, like you know, we try to bring as much stuff as possible, but like at a certain point, we're like, okay, we're just getting reckless with this whole situation. Yeah, so like, you know, like I said, things improved. Like okay, now we can bring a van, and we can bring a truck, and we bring the trailer, and we can kind of piece everything out to make it a little bit more reliable. Make sure we actually make it to the events. Okay, so it's. Funny that you mentioned Adam bringing it. I did want to get into that. So how did that come into play? When did that ha start happening where he wanted so to buy it? Or Adam had like intentions of like doing more to expand, like aside from just doing, you know, his YouTube stuff, which obviously like is his bread and butter. And yeah, he wanted to get yeah. involved with something like, you know, which is more drift community involved and stuff like that. So um, he knew like us, like from the drift weeks and stuff, we had driven with him previously and stuff like that. And like being there for, you know, everybody and like we had a good reputation in the drift community, you know what I mean? Like yeah. a lot of companies out there that don't have a good reputation, you know, for like helping drivers out and stuff like that. That might not necessarily be like sponsorships, but like, you know, going the extra mile to find stuff for you and stuff like that. So I don't know. Um, we had, I went up there and I did some work for um, Colette's Corvette. Like before, like I don't watch YouTube like that. Like I don't, yeah, I didn't yeah, know who yeah. Colette was. I didn't know who Adam was. They bought some like dual caliper brackets and FDF angle kits and uh, hydro, some you got told me how they go install stuff. Yeah, they're like, oh, well, can, can you go up there and just like help them with the install and stuff because she has an event she needs to make or whatever the situation was. And so I went there and then I came back and then like Duarte was telling me, he's like, do you know, you know who the guy was that you were working with? Yeah. The people you were working with? I was just like, I, I have no idea. Uh, like people, he had a lot right? of sweet cars in the shop. He had like his R thirty four in there and like you know a couple of like the, the chasers and stuff. Like, the world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, like I, I mean, I'm a car enthusiast. Obviously, at the end of the day, I'm a car enthusiast. So like I appreciated the dude's collection, but I had no idea who the guy yeah, was. That's crazy. And then like it came back like you know a few weeks later that like you know Adam was talking about like you know possibly buying the business and like I didn't know like the logistics of it or like how anything like really broke down from it. But I was just like. Okay, like so, are we are we moving? Like, what yeah. what are we doing here? Do, am I employed? Yeah, and, and then they're like, yeah, are, are, are we going we, with like, you? Like, what, what's going on here? Like, is he just buying out the business? And we don't have jobs or anything. He's like, no, 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 we're we're all going up there. Like the salespeople, oh, yeah. the mechanics. Like, you guys are gonna keep doing the YouTube thing and like all that stuff. It's like we're just gonna work out his facility. And when we initially talked about, it, he's like, oh, we're going to Orlando. I was like, no. And I was like, oh, I don't really like Orlando that yeah. much, but whatever, like I can deal with it. You know, we're, we're coming from Fort Myers, which is college town, going to Orlando, which is also a college town. So like mm. population density and like yeah. everything you like think that. Orlando is a college town? 
It is a college town. OSW's in there. That's literally the definition of a college town. Orlando. Central Florida College. UCF is... It's Disney, baby. It's it's like a little quarter. Regardless of like the dynamic. I lived there my whole life. Sorry. But but, but the the, the population... We didn't want it. I don't want it either. I'm stuck there. Right, but but so... But when we first went over there and like, you know, we had our first like tour of like after he got the compound stuff, which was like his staple to like, you know, continue to expand what he was doing. Because previously he was working at a smaller shop out of the back of like PSI right across from BC racing and stuff like that and like now he got this big like playground like you know like the coolest yeah. thing ever like a place the you can drift thing. and like you know has a bunch of shops in it and this and that and we're like okay so we're gonna like have a bigger shop and we're gonna have like more access to like testing the cars on property because before we were doing like sketchy street pulls like send one site car out and try and figure yeah. it out and then Getting send another cop, car out go, yeah, and cops come over like off-duty cops yelling at us and stuff for like testing cars yeah, and whatever so it's like now we have like this awesome facility to do which is like obviously a huge like benefit to you know having any business where you're building like competition cars having a place to test you know, <laughs> we were driving three hours to orlando every single time bless you thank you bless you're you. the best <laughs> So, yeah, and then um, when we finally got up there and, like, saw that it wasn't actually Orlando, like, we were out in, like, the sticks. Like, we were, like, northeast, like, near Titusville yeah, area. Yeah, Florida. Just, like, okay, like, this is Florida. Like, this is the swamp. Like, this we can, is cool. We like, can do it. We can get behind that. Yeah. So, like, and then, you know, everything kind of continued to escalate, and then things got actually serious, and then, like, we started boxing everything up and, like, loading up all our yeah, tools and cars, and, like, we were doing Your two Your broke-ass finger. Oh, yeah. I, I got my finger pinched in a tire machine while we were moving. That was real fun. Show, them the, show the camera. So you know, you know the swing arm on the top of the tire machine that like pivots out to where the actual like duck bill goes into the tire. Yeah. So it, it sits inside like the C channel that has like a big pin in it that allows it to pivot. You grabbed oh, by there. So wow. I grabbed it by the C channel. I told the guy that was there, the pallet was there. I was just like, make sure that doesn't, doesn't swing back doing. and hit me. <laughs> so I grab it and lean back, and I'm looking at the pallet, and it just goes. And it just split the whole top of my finger, like, Look right down the finger. middle. Yeah, Look at his finger. Look at it. So you see the size difference between the two? Oh, yeah. Like, it just completely split it. So, like, all the way from the side of my finger, it's like, flat. pushed my fingernail out and everything. <laughs> it was bad. Like, I had Gross. to get it all stitched back. Well, whatever. Besides the point. But, yeah, we were, we were moving all this That's stuff up there. Those, I literally had one good hand. So I'm, like, moving the all these things. I have are on my middle finger. Yeah. Say they, so. they oh, no. You want to see my scars? Yeah. I got, oh, yeah. I got lots of battle scars from building cars <laughs> I think everybody who's a mechanic does is oh my all my hands are covered dude we all got them mm-hmm. but uh so uh, with the are aren't y'all like the lowest point I guess of the compound because y'all got the it seems like we, we got the flood. the flood yeah we're the flood zone <laughs> while, yeah. while it sucks that, while it sucks that we were the lowest point of the compound but like mind you like the there's so many different things that run out of there like adams merch and distribution and then like mm-hmm. um drift hq's like you know whole shipping facility and there's stocking a lot, room I'm sure the camera doesn't just right exactly and then there's so much more that goes on it's like everybody sees it and they're like oh it must be so cool to work at the compound like everybody just drifts all day and has fun it's just like no really like everybody there has a regular job whether yeah. it be like shipping yeah. and distribution or like um you know mechanics or like and then adam has his whole side of everything where he obviously has his distribution and stuff as well but he has his shop and our yeah. shop is like all the way like to walk from our shop to Adam's shop is like a 10 minute while it's like a 10 minute walk to walk so we we all have these little electric scooters that we ride around the whole compound everywhere but it's a cool dynamic though because like we are just like so far separated from everybody that like we just do our own thing like we we don't deal with like you know the dyno room or the paint booths or the powder coating or the shipping or anything like that we were like in our own little corner of the city there like yeah we we just do our own thing we play music build cars and like just have fun and like do our own thing so like while we are like in that little 
low point corner in the compound that is the most notorious for flooding because it's closest to the street where like all the drainage ditches and stuff are as well. So like where we are is not ideal, but it's great for what we do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just kind of do our own thing. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like oh, but, but it's also a huge benefit because I hop on the scooter and be like, oh, I need this gasket or this tie rod or this or that. And I just go ride over to Drift HQ, grab the part yep. off the shelf and take it back, right back, write it off and put it on the computer. And then we continue banging, you know, it's like, we're Wait, we all work here. Over. Yeah. You work here? Yeah. And we always go over like, you know, mess with the salespeople and stuff like that too. Like it's Big fun time. Work. Like everybody there gets I show up to work early every morning just to fuck with people. Yeah. <laughs> Straight <laughs> it's up. It's on the agenda. Uh, that's awesome. I come up an hour early because the, the time frame for me when I leave later, yeah. it takes longer. So I might as well just leave earlier and just go fuck with people. Yeah. Like, uh, Even when he lived closer, he was there. there. I, was, I was still an hour like, scooting around like, hey, what you doing? Yeah. Like, I'm not on the clock. I'm going to fuck with people. Why yeah. not? Because <laughs> the salespeople do come in an hour before we do. So they're already like in their like place. And then we just come in there and throw off the just whole dynamic. start there. talking shit to everyone. It's great. We screw everything up. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, let's put a monkey wrench in there. I want to yeah. say hi to everyone. Yeah. I'm like, hey, how are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Cricket is the friendliest. Like he's yeah. super friendly. Try to be. Try to be. So uh, since y'all do get like flooded so much, like it seems we like don't get flooded every that much. year. There's a hurricane. Yeah. Or so I guess the hurricane. So there was one hurricane, and there's a, a river and a lake right behind where um, the compound is, and there's a levee that has a certain like threshold. And what happens is when everything floods, everybody like pumps their water out of their property into like the main drainage areas. Yeah. And after it was like. The hurricane came through. We had like two inches of water in the shop. wasn't There's a big nothing. deal. We weren't even thinking we about it. We pushed it out. We're yeah, like, we, we swept home everything home. out. We were fine. <laughs> we weren't even thinking about moving the cars, the tire machine, or anything like that. Because we just like you know we weren't anticipating that it was going to get as crazy as it was. But because everybody was pumping their water into the main drainage areas, the levee on the dam um, or on the river overflowed. And that's what flooded out like all of Memphis. And, back oh, and so and while the day after the hurricane, we only had you know a couple inches of water in the shop. Then like... Three days after that, there was two feet of water in the shop. Like it was like over my rain boots, like walking around in there, and we're just like not wondering like Hit catfish, crawfish. Oh yeah, we were catching all kinds of fish inside the shop. Like just yeah, all sorts of shit in the shop. It was bad. Did anything like big get ruined at all, or was it all? No, we were smart. Thing? We only only my drift car, you know. Only his. <laughs> but I mean, we've really been hit with like all of like the random plagues at the compound, like. Initially, like we had the fire that was there, so we like evacuated with all the cars. Like we had mandatory evacuation, we had to leave there because um, mm. from the lightning storms and stuff, there's a big um, brush fire. Yeah. Oh, and then okay. after that, we got the flood, and now we have like this crazy infestation of crickets that are everywhere. Your boy, there's one of them. Yeah. Yeah. But like it's wild because like it's just like we're hitting all the like benchmarks here. We yeah. got the fire, we got the water, so we got the bugs. And, like, you guys are also getting all the job out. titles. You guys have all been firefighters. You guys yeah. have been like first responder, flood responders. <laughs> That's right. You guys were also all taxiing like all the cars out. Too. Oh, that was actually a pretty cool day. Like there's yeah, a little restaurant shit. right around the corner from the compound. It's this little like um, airboat drop area, and like they have a huge parking lot over there because everybody parks the airboat trailers there. Yeah. So like when the fire came through, it's just like this flock. Like they had the roads blocked off they weren't letting anybody drive through and we were all just like ripping around and like all the cool cars oh, no, know, license like, collection, no, no license plate no license plate no insurance but the thing is ripping he said R34 the, the, the policy wasn't like take the most expensive cars or like the best cars or anything like that he said take the cars that are going to be hardest to get insurance claims on because if this thing burns down like writing off like 
the R34 or something like that, there's not a chance in hell the insurance yeah. going to yeah. pay you what that car's worth. So, so like, take my the car stayed, Chris' car yeah, stayed, car stayed. Yeah. Car even stayed. my daily driver stayed up like there while this whole bitch is burning. If you're already not following these two, you should absolutely follow them on their Instagram. This guy was literally out there on like the four-wheeler just spraying water on everything. <laughs> he he had like an electric stories. water pump hooked up to like a little um, like faucet and he was just like cruising around in this little uh, cage. Was so nonchalant. No, his story was no, no, so nonchalant. I'm literally driving to work and I'm like, oh, compound's on fire. Then the next thing, it's Strip HQ's thing. Like, sorry, we're on fire. Or, like, we're going to take time to post this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, and then the next thing, my buddy Cricket. Cricket's like, I'm a firefighter today. And literally, he's just spewing like the smallest amount of water. It looked like he was spitting it out of his mouth. <laughs> and he's just putting out this little baby brush fire. 10 feet away is like a five foot flame. <laughs> and you're like, what am I watching right now? Doing it all, it all doing got the real, like, really quick, too, because it was just like, oh, the woods are on fire. Oh, well, oh, the God. woods across the street are on fire. Oh, oh, the property's on fire. Okay. And everything out there is relatively spread out because everybody has like, you know, 30 acres out there. Like everybody's, it's a lot of farmland and like, you know, yeah, um, yeah. people run a lot of businesses and stuff out of their households and stuff. So it's like, everybody was like concerned, but like not nearly as concerned as we were because they've been there for long enough. They're like, oh yeah, yeah. that happens all the time. We have 200 cars that we have to move yeah. real quick. Yeah, the amount of money that can Which be Which one is the up. right one to move? Yeah. Decisions mm, have to be made. Any, mini money, you can't get insurance. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Keys are in the ignition. Let's go. Yeah. A lot of, like, just, like, big turbo Jay-Z, like, dog box cars. Yeah. Just ripping Evos, A lot of right-hand drive Evos. Yeah. Like, he's got all those, like, cool, like, Evo 5s and, like, Evo 6s and stuff. Like, he's just, like, ripping down the block. And, like, and nobody was, like... I bet that was kind of cool. Nobody was trying to get Nobody was drowning softly. Like, like, they were all getting after it. Like, whatever. Like, we're going to go. It's one set, It's one thing seeing the cars in the collection, which if you ever get a chance to ever see that room, it's it's awe-dropping. It's insane. The first time I saw oh, it, I was yeah. like, what is like, this? Like, we, we work there every day. But then you see collector cars that you only see at, like, Meekum Auction and stuff like that, like... Preserve stationary, yeah. and then I see my buddies, my buddies while driving and filming like, <laughs> <laughs> like what? there's a fire, there's Don't firefighters the right next to okay. you. Okay. Don, Don, well, Don I called him on one of them like, yo, this thing's fucked up. It's making weird noise. <laughs> like, no, no, drive it harder. It's a Samsung <laughs> sequential. You gotta really work you at gotta it. Really it's gonna work make some crazy noise. Like, like, yeah, yeah, I'm like throttle. driving. It's like drive harder. Yeah. It's like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. Don, Don, Donnie's trying to figure out how to put like the uh, the Samsonas in reverse inside of Adam's Barra. Um, uh, what is Mustang. it? Mustang. GT350. Oh, he's trying yeah, to figure yeah. out how to like put it in reverse and stuff like that. So everybody's oh, leaving. They're like. How do I get this thing out of here? I'm like, we, we, we just like pushed it in reverse and then he put it in drive and just pulled it out. So we didn't know how to put the damn thing in reverse. Yeah, nobody tells us, like, get it out of here. Well, you know what we use that is a button. Yeah, it's got a little it lever. You know, I mean, I know that. There's now. the lever or there's the button. The button one always messes me up because it just looks at the top. Nobody of the tells us this shit. Yeah, I was just unloading it from the wedge. Nobody told me. Oh, no, that's, that's, that's just the reverse lockout. That's different. Yeah. Those yeah. sequential transmissions, like, you can't even just be like, Put it in gear. You got to be like, ah, like really yeah, just that, jab that thing into gear. Shit's on fire. Sure. Like, oh, great. I want to blow this up right before I take it out of here. <laughs> it's just got to get far enough down the road to yeah. not, you know, burn down. It's gonna be okay. Everything's fine. How many? How many times have y'all had to do that? 
Only once. Only once. Only once. Okay. Because I, I mean, know Adam had a scare, but that was before Drift HQ was there, wasn't it? Yeah, apparently, like, the, the fires and stuff over there happen a lot from lightning storms because it's, like, a pretty prominent area for, like, lightning yeah. strikes and stuff because there's a lot of, like, natural wildlife, like, trees and everything like that out there. But this <laughs> so is our light, first time that we dealt with strike it. and it'll stay, like, crazy. 30 days. Yeah, it, it'll just be, like, a little ember inside of a tree, and then one day it's just, like, it and then, boom, everything catches yeah. on fire. Yeah. Like, it doesn't even have to be a lightning storm that's recent. Like, it could just smolder for, like... A week wow. and then Sitting all of a sudden the tree and then fire. boom the tree explodes it's gotten to the point where like anytime somebody smells smoke we have like a big group chat for the compounds like does anybody smell that like yeah we'll pop a drone up in the air and like fly it around trying to find where the smoke's coming That's from like cool. oh it's like three miles back that way but the wind's going we're the good. opposite direction we're fine like it's like a whole protocol at this point. It's like, pop a drone <laughs> yeah, and tell us what's going on. Smoky bear chat. You're yeah. like, all right. <laughs> yeah. the last, it was like two weeks ago, they had one like a mile away. Yeah. It's like, oh my God. And my God, yeah, Mike God. was up there with the drone. He's like, the wind looks like it's shifting. I'm like, don't say that. I'm like, just, just, let's <laughs> do the rain came. far away. Yeah, rain the rain. came. <laughs> Sometimes you're so happy to see rain. You're like, yes, this is what we needed. We needed it. Yeah. Yeah. My, my whole dad's side's from Arizona. So I, the whole, Fires situation. That, yeah, they, they're used to it. I've heard a lot of those stories. Yeah, I can only imagine. Like, normally, just starts with some dumbass flicking a cigarette out the window. Right. But, yeah. Amen. Yeah. For the great chipmunk fire of '87. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll wrap it up with the uh, best piece of advice you'd give to anyone just getting into drifting. Getting into drifting. Don't overbuild your car. You're going to spend more time building your car than you will driving it, and that defeats the purpose. You'll become a better driver by having seat time than you will by driving a fast car. Stock 350Z, weld the diff. E46s. Or E46s. E36s. I was going to say, the thing about a Miata is you come out an insane drive. Like, your driving ability is above. If if, if you can drift a Miata in second gear, a 1.6 Miata in second gear, you can drift damn near. First off, getting the third gear, what's up? (laughs) Getting the third gear to chase. In the rain? Huh? Yeah. In the rain. Yeah. 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 Um, no seat time, hundred percent. Don't yeah. overbuild your car. It's it's literally gonna be the same. Thing. And I'm so guilty of overbuilding all of my cars because I, I, I feel like I need to like, make a point. You know what I mean? Like I, I work for Drift I HQ. You. I build race cars for I a living. Not, like I gotta I have a cool race car. Fabrication work for him, unless it is overbuilt. The the biggest thing was <laughs> what the fuck are we doing here? Yeah, you know, like you want you not want driving. to see that's what we're doing. not driving. You want to build some yeah. mediocre bullshit drift car? Or you want to see him do something? But that's why my seat time car was like the best thing ever because like yeah, I'm building this car over here, but I have a seat time car. Hiding. And the best thing you can do is like go buy two E46s. One that you're going to build all spicy and one that you're just going to drive. Yep. That way, this car, you recognize all of the flaws, whether it be power, angle, you know, gear ratios, whatever it might be with this car, and you adapt it to this car, but you're still able to drive this car while you're fixing it with that car. Amen. It's like, I mean, given not everybody has yep. a budget to buy two cars, but, you know, sometimes you find some of them crazy crackhead Facebook marketplace. $1,000 drift car. That's what I did. Like $600 I bought, Z. <laughs> I'm telling you. Dude, I got a $700 Z. Hell yeah. Z, yeah. Had a blown motor, just yep. came blown with a motor. Now anybody with a DE with coilovers wants $10,000 for their car. Stop that doing that. That is absurd. Yeah. Stop You're not cool. Cut your shit out. You're yeah. not cool in the least bit. Yeah. yeah. The, the price of cars is four grand, okay? I bought a drift car for $1,000. Show me any other 04 Nissan that's worth $10,000. I'll wait. But, but dude, I've got the GK Tech add-on knuckles. Like, it, oh, it's got is a that booth. Booth is a pro killer. You want to get booth in the booth? 
Yeah, you want to get booth in the booth. 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 Come on, booth. booth. So, so they had this whole, like meme longer. that they made. He's in it. Jersey. Yeah, he no, was, he's right here. He's here now. Oh well, yeah, he yeah. Just pulled up. But no, they had this whole meme oh, they that they put together that was um, like all the people he beat, like Josiah and Chelsea, Chelsea and all these other Adam. people. And it was like a picture of like Abraham Lincoln getting shot by like you know John Wilkes Booth, but it said Sean mm-hmm. Wilkes Booth. And it was just like Chelsea Denofa, Adam LZ, and like all of the Dirks, people that he, and, Dirks, yeah, and like everybody Dirks. that he had beat, like Dirk Stratton, and all the guys that he had beat through the Sean whole like, clutch kicker series. Hell. And he was just out there, just like, bop. It was such a good meme that came through. Dude, he's a crazy driver. He's yeah. insane. And the thing is, like, we can shout anybody out. Booth. Yeah, booth. The thing is, like, that, our RBs are the most the like typically booth. unreliable motors, and like he's had like a stock RB twenty five, and that car just beat the dog shit out. No, of it's built. Like, it's built. Fuck you. No, he built. blew up the built motor, and then he put the stock motor back in it. No way. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Don't that thing's running like 500 horsepower back the shit out of it. And not just that, RB25 transmission and still fucking holding all of the shit that he puts it through. Like, he drives the dog shit out of that car. Yeah. yeah. It's wild how much that car has been through. I love it. I love it. And I love the way he drives it. There's no reason that car should be as fast as it is. But it is. Just because the way he drives it. That boy's a monster. He gets he gets it. That's yeah. another thing. Literally, well, low power cars are lower power cars. He didn't have his own podcast. He needs his own podcast. He needs his own podcast. He needs Look at the own. camera and tell him he needs his own podcast. Booth, you need, Booth, own Booth, own you need your own podcast. Booth. You need it. You also might not be able to get out now that Booth's here. Yeah, you're stuck. Sorry, buddy. We got we got a couch is real nice down there. Yeah, the couch is real nice, bro. RB runs fine. Oh well. Oh yeah. Great cuddler. Listen. Uh, all right. Well, if you want, if you plug yourself, plug your people. Yeah, Drift yeah. HQ. I'm MagicMan.HQ. Cricket.HQ. Cricket. HQ. HQ. And that's Dustin Dot Motors. No, it's just Dustin Motors. Dustin, Dustin Motors. Motors. Yeah. If you guys are, if you guys aren't already following all of this, you guys should follow every person that comes on every podcast. Think about it. It costs. Yeah. It literally costs nothing. It costs nothing. I guarantee you're gonna see better content this way. And watch our YouTube channel. I'm just saying. Yeah. It's we we do cool stuff and we go to events and you know. Leave us a call out. out. I'll tell you all the text. We'll make you laugh. Talk <laughs> shit. Talk shit. Booth. Yeah. Hold on. Boothie's coming. Booth. 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 No, he Booth. wants to go out and show. Yeah. He ain't coming. What he ain't coming. All right. Well, that's Peace. pretty much it for this one, I guess. I really appreciate yeah. y'all coming. Yeah, on. man. Appreciate sure. you coming out to the woods out here in Georgia. Yeah. Up the stairs. This is actually a really cool drive. Yeah, yeah, no, it's dope like out here, man. It's a good time. Super nice. Atlanta. Delonica. Delonica. You're out there in Atlanta, right? Tennessee. Tennessee. What yeah. part? Uh, basically an hour south of Nashville. Oh, did yeah. you bring okay. some whiskey? Did you bring some good stuff? No. My, my parents <laughs> actually live in Bluff City, just outside of Bristol. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. I love it out there, man. Yeah, it's so laid back. Nice. Oh, yeah. I've just been there my whole life. I'm ready to get out. I hear you. But. I lived in North Carolina for a long time. Nice. Oh, yeah. I love the whole area. Appalachia's great. <laughs> George's not too far of a span for you, then. He used to all this out here, though. Woods. I was out here for Dustin's Woods. podcast and for who's Dustin Mom. Oh, this mom. Yeah. I was like, huh? Me? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I wasn't in the but, podcast yesterday. Well, here I'll close this out real quick. Uh, but that Bear. that is it for this one. I really appreciate it. Don't Bear forget to hit the subscribe button. <laughs> I was saying by the critics. Out of the shot. <laughs> See you guys next week. Peace. W's only, you know I've been winning. winning. Top of the world, the globe is spinning. spinning. Yeah. If you know, you know I've been on a what? mission. mission.
ambition. Okay, let's get it. Got a little time on my hands like a wristwatch. I don't got time for the breaks and the pit stop. 